Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. This is a podcast. The number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hunts Cafe. Spicy conversations. Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Jelly Young. Microwave. Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. The Sports Bar, also known as Stacy Sports Radio. Click the Marvel Show. The BS3 Sports Show. This is DJ Queen from the X Squad. Why? 
Don't spend all your time trying to get high, nigga. You need to get up, get out, and get something. How will you make it if you never even try? You need to get up, get out, and get something. Cause you and I got to do for you and I. Y'all telling me that I need to get out and vote, huh? Yo, 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 what's good, what's good? Welcome to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, people. It's Trey Frazier and Maestro Styles yep. here in the house tonight. We got a great show for y'all. We are live right here on Spreaker.com. So what I want y'all to do is make sure y'all go to www.spreaker.com and search for Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast and make sure y'all click the follow button and get in that chat room, because when we do these shows live, you'll get notifications. You come on in, get in the chat room. You can chop it up with us, talk about whatever you want to talk about, folks. And also, throughout the show, you want to follow us. We got our social media outlets. We got the Facebook page. We got the Instagram page, at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. And we also got Twitter, that's Barbershop, S-P-O-R-2. And we also got the WordPress blog site, so go to WordPress.com. And search Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, and you'll see a few of our blog posts that we've been putting up uh, lately. I think it's been about a couple weeks yeah. since we've uh, put right, some I got stuff one there. coming. I got one coming. Yeah, I had a, I had one coming too, but um, I just didn't have time to put it together. I probably write it tonight, to be honest. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna make something up uh, a little bit later this week. So I uh, just want to welcome in the homie DJ Knox. What up? What up? Repping the X Squad SMT Radio, and then I see Miss Mocha Bella up in here. Yes, ma'am. Welcome to the show, folks. So uh, how how was the week, man? Week was good, man. You know, I had a, um, a a totally, completely unproductive weekend this past weekend, so it gave me an opportunity to um, reflect and get my mental get my mental mind right. And in the same time, R. Kelly is pimping women of age now, oh, and God. Bill Belichick is wearing ridiculous shirts. Oh God, the the whole R. Kelly thing is. Uh... <laughs> It, you know, it's not surprising, man. It, you know what? The, you know what it reminds me of. I, I I mentioned this to somebody earlier today. You, you remember that scene in Crash when Ludacris let all the Chinese people out the back of the van? It was like it was like toward the end of the movie. I remember that movie. I ain't gonna lie to you. And, I remember Tandy Newton. Oh, of course. I mean, who doesn't remember Tandy Newton? Mm-hmm. But um, uh, what's up, DJ Newton? Welcome to the show. What up? Um, so what they describe with the R. Kelly thing? Where they said he allegedly was hiding girls inside of a closet or inside his house someplace, like like it's some kind of a cult or something. Nah, I didn't get. Like I didn't that. get they was being hid in closets. Um, I might got the room wrong, but the the story that I read briefly on um, Buzzfeed, um, shout out to Buzzfeed, is um, the story of a woman. Um, and let's be clear, mm-hmm. um, because I know what I know that um, what's tied with R. Kelly is pedophilia and those types of things. Yes, um, these are of age women. Um, all of these women are from the age of eighteen to forty. Um, if I read the article right, that's a big range. Um, but all these women are legal. They're legal. Not excusing his behavior. I'm just saying that this ain't the same right, thing. Right. Um, but long story short, uh, a parent um, w- went looking for her child who was in college um, because apparently she stopped contacting her parents. They come to find out um, from people who used to work in R. Kelly's inner circle that uh, R. Kelly keeps women in his, how- his houses in um, Atlanta, 
he has rented out places in Atlanta and, and I think LA, I think. Right. Um, where he keeps them there. It's like a stable of women. He tells them when to bathe. He tells them when to sleep, when to eat. Um, he's not selling these women to other men. He has, you know, a stable and, and, and I don't mean to sound insensitive, but, um, he has a stable of women in these houses that are waiting to, for his, for his pleasure. Yeah. Um, and um, he don't let them talk to their. Apparently, he didn't let them talk to the outside world. He took their. He takes their old cell phones and give them new cell phones that have no contacts but him and the people he right. says they can contact. Um, I heard a story where uh, a woman was put over his knee and spanked <laughs> because. Um, Yo, this sounds like some Law and Order SVU type. But stuff, here's the man. thing, and here's the here's the thing. Um, is is R. Kelly wrong, immoral for doing these types of things? Absolutely. Yes, one hundred percent. But let's be clear. Um, these women are allowing it, and um, I didn't really know nothing that I could say. Um, is it a crime? No, it's not. It's it's. It's immoral. It's not a crime because if they say like like they've done uh, welfare checks on these houses, right. and they come into the house, and the women say, "I'm here by my own will." Um, it's going to take a woman saying, "I don't want to be here no more" for R. Kelly to be brought up on some charges or or to be investigated it's in a real way. It's going to take somebody to right, and the but the thing is, is that if that. If somebody comes out and say, hey, he's treating me wrong, yep. all he could say is, well, she could have left when she wanted to leave. No, good point. You know what I'm saying? So, good point. Immoral, yes. Against the law, no. Um, he's definitely getting a rap for what was done, um, you know, with the pedophilia thing. But let's be clear. This is not child... Um, Pedophilia. Yep. So let's uh, you know let's 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 slow let's pump the brakes. I know anything R. Kelly and child. You know you say R. Kelly, you think child, but these people are chi- are not children. They are grown adults who are choosing whether in the right state of mind or not. They're choosing to stay with uh, R. Kelly um, to be dressed like I heard some wild like I heard some shit where if he's in a room talking to, like if me and you talking let's say I'm R. Kelly God forbid right. and I, I got my stable right there he tells he tells them turn to the wall don't look at nobody it's like a cult yeah it, 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 but it, it, the thing about cults is that people have to agree to being cults no, absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah, why, right. Yeah. And that's why I say it's similar to that. Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, because they're responsible for where they're at and where they're being at. So, uh, DJ Queen in the chat room, uh, welcome to the show, DJ Queen. She says, right, he is very wrong, but them are 21 years old and older, and they keep keep going back to that man. Yeah, um, you know, it, I mean, it goes even back to what even she said. even he giving them pipe dreams of um, pipe dreams of getting on, right? Or he slanging dick good. I mean, I, you know. <laughs> It'd be a combination of things. Oh, it could, yeah. I mean, um, I, re- I remember reading Timberland's book, and um, he wasn't. Tim, uh, there was a story of, uh, of how Devontae swing from Jodeci. Right. Um, he didn't have no cult, but he used to keep. He had Timberland, Missy, Sister, with the group that um, Missy had. Mister. Uh, yep. No, Sister was a group that uh, Missy and two other girls had. Oh, you know had. what? I got a, I got a track. 
I got a sister track on my yeah. iPhone with uh, Craig Mack and yeah. uh, Missy on but it. But basically, he kept all Devontae Swain kept all of these people stuck in a house in bullshit living conditions. Yep. And nobody stopped them from leaving. They just didn't leave because they thought that this was going to get them to the next level in their careers. Okay. So, I mean, you know. Unreal. Immoral, yes. Yeah. But, definitely. you know. Definitely. I, I, I'll never forget. They'll leave when they're sick and tired, is my point. I, I will never forget. Sluggo, what up? When I first moved to the DMV, and I think that next year was when the R. Kelly stuff, it was 2001, 2002. Um, and R. Kelly. It was 2002. I'm, I'm going to say 2002. I'll go more 2003, 2004. It was right before Chocolate Factory came out. I know for a fact. Chocolate Factory came out in January of 2003. Okay. I'm almost positive of that. Back to New York. Right, right after I moved, I took a trip to New York. It was March of '02, and right in front of the projects where my cousin, um, shout out to Sherelle, my cousin, right in front of the projects in Brooklyn where she lived at, it was a homie selling VHS tapes on the mm-hmm. block, mm-hmm. and he had the R. Kelly sex tape, mm-hmm. the, the infamous tape where he's peeing on the girl right. and all that stuff, and so. A nigga wanted to know at the time, and I was like, "Yo, I, I gotta cop it and see if this is this dude for real." In mm-hmm. it, and I got the tape and I brought it back to the DMV with me, and I, you know, I think I showed you and Jay and you know a couple other mm-hmm. cats. I didn't see it from you. Maybe maybe you wasn't okay, there, yeah, but I got you know, you. So, some of the other cats. Say what up? They 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 saw it and was like, "Yo, like." That's, that's that him. nigga. Like, right. that's him. That was him. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's, it, it's crazy. It, it, it just, you know, yeah. this, this whole thing that just is starting to brew now. Yeah, I just, don't want this, I just don't want this to become that. Because that is child pedophilia. Yes. This is pimping. I, you know. Right. I, you know. Right. I, I can't even say pimping because he ain't selling them to nobody. But mm-hmm. this is something else. This ain't child pedophilia. Sure. This is well within his rights. Immoral, yes. But well within his rights to do. Um, you but know. in people's minds, it kind of takes them back to because we involve the pedophile because stuff. when you read the BuzzFeed story, it's kind of like the story of the mother that's looking for her daughter. Yep. So mother looking for daughter, you think mother the kid, but she's a full grown adult. Then she even got on um, Instagram or some type of social media saying, um, you know, I'm here by choice. Um, they asked her. Uh, were there, is R. Kelly you keeping you here? And she was like, I'm not going to speak on that. So you know that there's something there's going something on going that's on. wrong. Yeah. Oh, but at yeah. the end of the day, if she's on, you know, <laughs> camera on video saying, I'm here because I want to be, ain't really nothing you could do. And she's a consenting adult. So, um, you know, if you're going to bash R. Kelly for anything, bash him for being an immoral person. But, you know. Yeah, uh, Sluggo said it sounds like folks are attacking low-hanging fruits due to his past it doesn't or shouldn't work like that um well it it shouldn't work like that but it, but it does and un- it is. unfortunately it, it it just takes people back to a time where you know i mean this thing was kind of at the height of it back in 0203 he had to tape out and then people started questioning yo like this nigga's a pedophile and then chocolate factory came out and Which everybody an amazing and album and then everybody was like yo this was the album. R. Kelly's a genius. 
That I don't is care an amazing if he, you know, Cash was like, I don't care if he peed on girls or not. This nigga's a genius. It's like, it's like, it's like, um, it's what up, like, it's like my man, uh, Gerard, Car- Ger- 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 Gerard Carmichael said, yep. talent trumps morals. It does, unfortunately. It, it trumps morals. Un- it, unfortunately. It, yeah, I mean. And it, I know it, some it people is. that are like, that used to be R. Kelly fans to the core, and now it's just like, you know what, I'm done with the music, I don't care if he's one of the greatest of all time, I don't care. So he dropped what another he's banger, and w- we'll see. But maybe he's out of bangers, man. Maybe he's. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that video, and I'm glad you brought it up, man. Great minds think alike. Love is woman, love. I don't even want none of the above. I wanna piss on you. Yes, I do. Piss on you, wanna pee on you. Shout out to the homie Dave Chappelle. Legend. That was one of the more classic skits on the Chappelle show. Uh, Sluggo said, You can't have women in multiple houses in multiple states locked up unless you have a Fort Knox kind of setup. They, they could have walked, walked away. away. Definitely. Definitely could have walked away. They chose to stay instead. But um Or chose not to fight. But again, right. we, we we digress. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh we, we got some sports to get into. Um a little bit of NFL talk. Got a GM fired. We got Zeke Elliott in the news. Um I guess we could talk about Peyton Manning going at Durant and Westbrook during the SBs and mm-hmm. a lot of NBA stuff. Um we're gonna get into in Maestro Let's let's do this because today obviously centers around comments made by Michael Vick towards Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. I want I want to save that segment for middle of the show. So I guess in about another forty minutes, I want to get as much people in the chat room, people out there listening, yeah, as as, as much as I possibly can. Because before I, you got something to say, huh? yeah. Before I got something to say, you know, and you know, if you, you guys know me. I listen to Doug Stewart's show usually on a Tuesday before this show and other days. And so I saw a lot of stuff, a lot of people back and forth, a lot of name calling, um, different views, Start different with opinions. the name calling, guys. <laughs> Start with the name calling. We, we are all adults here. Stop with the name calling unless you're ready to shoot the fair one with the person you call the name. Stop with the name calling, guys. A, a lot of a lot of different perspectives out there. So I, I want to make sure everybody gets in this chat room and whoever's out there that can't get in the chat room but's out there listening. And if you want to call the show also, the number to dial is 240-532-2718. So I guess right now, Maestro, um, and it's funny, I walked in your studio and you had on Steeler Highlights. And I made the joke that you probably want to look at Le'Veon Bell for the last time because it's a possibility it a that very good possibility. Le'Veon Bell might play this one year under a $12 million franchise tag. $4 million tag, more than anybody's making at that position. And given the history of what Pittsburgh does when it comes to free agents, and even in today's NFL where the running back, the value of the running right. back mm-hmm. is not as what it once was, mm-hmm. there's a great chance that 
Le'Veon Bell will not be a Steeler after the 2017 season. There's a very good possibility. And the reason for that is obviously, and he's a he's a great player, you know, coming from a Raven fan. I hate to say it, but he's the best running. Before I'm, I'm sorry, he's the best running he's back. He's the best in the running league. back. But when he when he's healthy, because there's but been even, some health concerns. Sure, but even when he's not healthy, like okay, he's obviously he's missed significant amount of games every season he's been in the league. Yep. Yet. Every season in the league, outside of that game, that season he missed eight games. Right, he's been the top. He's been a top, you know, top back as far as all-purpose yards or rushing yards. So it's no, like, no question. Yeah, no question about that. I, I think what the Steelers are scared of is like, okay, we're paying this guy twelve million dollars this year. No, they don't want to break the bank on him and then set right. a precedent about of of the on the running back market because what's going to happen next if he gets fifteen million dollars like he's asking for? Yep. If he gets fourteen million dollars like anywhere he's asking for, that sets the precedent for people like David Johnson and Ezekiel Elliott. Right. And which um, in that case you could say they deserve it well he's the most deserving of those three that's for certain um, right but i mean they're different style of backs no i well in the, in the argument of david johnson no they're kind of similar backs now david johnson is not as good as a uh receiver as um Le'Veon bell and david johnson's in what he'll be entering year what three three i believe year yeah three? okay yeah. um so he's not as good as a receiver but David Johnson is more of a home run threat than Le'Veon. So, I mean, I right. think they're similar backs. Right, and that's why I say I think when it's time for those guys to get paid, you can make the case that if Le'Veon Bell sets the precedent for $15 that they're gonna get, million, dollars that they're going to ask back, for 15 that they're going to ask for 15 16 And I would be like, okay, I would warrant that. Big L, what up? Um, but I don't, the NFL doesn't want that precedent sure. for the running back because, again, we're only talking about three running backs that do what those three running backs do. Yep. No, um, no question about yeah, it. So no question about yeah, it. Yeah, and, and let's be clear: Ezekiel Elliott's only done it for one year. So it, you know, it's, yep. you know, it's and people are questioning: Is it the offensive line? Is it Ezekiel Elliott? We still well, have a few more years. Even to if figure it that is, out. even if it is the line, if even if it is just because of the line, if he does it for three years, you got to give him his money. Period. Yep. Yep. You know, the point, the reason why. Um, Le'Veon, um, Le'Veon Bell. I mean, the offensive line has a lot to do with Le'Veon Bell's success. It, it just does. Um, I mean, I will agree that the fact that um, Le'Veon Bell is so slow to hit the hole, it gives the line, saying. it gives the line a chance. Right, right. But they still, they still. I mean, let's be clear. They have developed one of the better offensive lines in the it past. It comes three hand years. in hand, though. Yeah, because I watch games and Le'Veon, he gets to the line and he's like, okay, let them develop what he their has protections been. are. And I'm going to just hit that hole once it opens up. He and has and way he's, more, he's, he's one of the best at doing that. He has way more positive plays than negative plays. I mean, by a, long, I mean by a long stretch. Right. He has way more positive plays than negative plays. The only thing you don't believe he's going to do is hit the home run. If I had to put money on it right now, I would bet that somebody else out there is going to offer him $14, 15000000 million next season. Here's what I think. Um, I think I, I think he's going to stay a Steeler, even though I think obviously the it's not looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, here's why. Um, I th- contender. Yeah, that. Um, that could it be where the Steelers are close, and it's like maybe we just need that one more well, piece or that one more umph. The Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is con- this, them winning the Super Bowl is contingent on Le'Veon Bell and Brent Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger has two, maybe 
three years. You're pushing it with three. Yeah, like maybe. You're pushing it with three. Yeah. So considering they only had that amount of time left, I believe that the Steelers are going to pay him closer to the 15 than to the 12. Right. Um, And he's going to deal with that. They're going to find some way to get him uh, close to 15 a year if it's through however they structure deals. I don't, I'm not super hip to how deals are structured, but, um, they're definitely gonna, um, uh, I'm sorry, that little kind of caught me off guard. Um, um, I think he's got a good point though. He said, so another running back should be able to step in easily, replace Bell since the O line does great. Well, yeah, but not to the level of Le'Veon Bell. And I don't think you're going to find another you're back that's find, as patient. You're not going to find the line is him. nobody in the game that I've seen. Correct me if I'm wrong. I have not seen this style of running back, and that's why he presents so many problems to defense. Right. The other part of this. This dude is a middle tier receiver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's real live running at running back. Yep. But then he's a like when he sh- goes out there, yep. he's as good as any receiver in the middle of the pack of receivers in the, slot, in the league. He kills yeah. Guys, so man. yeah. So you real live have a dude that's a running back and a legitimate second string, third string receiver on another team. If he didn't decide to be running back, or if he and, he, and if he was a little bit faster, right? He's a legit. Um, a legit wide receiver. That I mean, that requires that. That's fifteen million dollars worth. If you're asking me, right. if you're asking me, but I know that's not the still away. Yep. I don't expect them to change now. They did great. In my personal mind, I wish they would have just. Uh, he would have just signed yep. the long the the long term deal that they offered him, which was. I think a little bit over twelve one. I think yeah, twelve one one. Yeah, yep. Um, so I wish he would just signed that, but I get it. He betting on himself. I can't yep. be mad at that when you're the best running back in no the doubt. game, no doubt, and a middle pack receiver all in one person. Right. So I, I can see him betting on myself. I understand it, but I would love for him to just stay there because even when Roethlisberger leaves, um, we might be able to steal some some success because at with we we should be able to steal some success with middle tier quarterback play. Because he's so good, and because we still got AB and Martavis, so we should be able to steal some wins when Roethlisberger retires. Because we have such a, you know, such good pieces around him. Big L, I, I disagree with your statement. He says, "Oh, D'Angelo almost replaced him." Yeah, that's um, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't think that's. And then, and because here's a, here's a few things you gotta um, uh, put into consideration. They played the Redskins week one. One of the worst Russian defenses in the league. Oh, God. They Don't played the Bengals. <laughs> they played the Bengals that next game. You you know, we know where that season went. Yep. I forget who they played the third game, which was like a maybe a Eagles. Eagles. Tougher, tougher assignment. D'Angelo didn't do real well. Right. Um, and then uh, and he came back the fourth game, I believe, last year. Uh, Le'Veon did. Le'Veon uh, fourth. I think it was the, the fourth, fourth game, game he yep. came back. Yep. yep. So um, now, nah, now, nah, and then again, um, D'Angelo. I mean, the what he presents as a wide receiver again, D'Angelo couldn't do that in his wide. D'Angelo couldn't have did that in his heyday. Oh, times nah. two. Oh no! Yeah, like you know, no, because see, D'Angelo, D'Angelo was a good runner. Was, he was a good runner, but the thing what he was with Carolina was that he split carries with Jonathan Stewart for so much of a long time. Deshaun, Deshaun Foster, I think he mm-hmm. was teammates with for a certain stretch there. So that I mean, that's why he was able to last this long up to this point because 
they wasn't running him 300, 400 carries per season. Yeah, he in no way almost replaced Bell last year. Um, he just did his job when he was there. Right. He had the opportunity. Yeah. The number is 240-532-2718. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to come right back. We're going to talk Kirk Cousins not signing his deal also. And then we're going to talk, speaking of Carolina, they fired the GM. Uh, we're going to talk about yeah. that. But first, before we uh, get into the music here, I want to let everybody know you got Facebook, and I'm sure everybody's got their Facebook page and all that. I want you guys to go to the Swap Sneaker LLC page on Facebook, and they're going to be starting to release some pictures of some sneakers this Friday. And listen, we had the homie Sharif Saeed on here, CEO of the Swap Sneaker app, and he's got some pictures of some sneakers that's in inventory right now. Make sure y'all go check that out again. It's on Facebook. Check out the Swap Sneaker LLC Facebook page. And, you know, let let it rip, folks. You're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We'll be right back. Yo, this is your boy, KC, from the Kicking It With KC Show. When I want to jam, I'm jamming with Queen Josie and DJ New New as they're kicking those vibes. Coming straight from the A. Kick it with your boy, Kesey, at www.kesey.com. This show covers some of the realest issues trending today. He'll keep you locked in from the first listen. You can find him online on his mobile app or at kysii.com, xsquadaffiliates.com, iTunes, Google Play, and especially on the SME Network on Tuesdays at noon. You don't want to miss it.
shake a hand. Your lady tried to kick you, but I couldn't play my man. My niggas is my niggas, and she didn't understand. I shake your hand and shit and hit the fan. Just think, just, just think, what? What if you could just, just think, what? Blink yourself away as I push in. I could appreciate a little bit black thought right there. No doubt, no doubt. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, people. Maestro Styles and Trey Flakes yep, here in the yep. house. If you want to call the show, the number is 240-532-2718. And during the break, we just was discussing this Anthony Davis rumor about him uh, being traded to the Celtics. Possibly. It's Possibly. Just, yeah, isn't that no real... Yeah, yeah. Something, I guess, if it doesn't work out with Boogie and if the Pelicans aren't winning right away then uh, maybe the Pelicans and the Celtics could, you know, work up a package or something like that. But that would be crazy. That that just might get the Celtics through the cast. There ain't no might in my mind. There's no might in my mind. Yeah. If they get <laughs> Anthony Davis with Gordon Hayward. NIT. I mean, I, you know, they, they yeah. Yeah, they got a problem. I, I'm not so much worried about IT when you're talking about dealing with Cleveland because right. I think Kyrie Irving – um, deals with it fine. You know what I'm saying? I, don't, yep. like, I, I think it will will be. You know, I don't think it will be such a big. Because neither one of them are great defenders anyway. Yeah, but it, I, I have faith more in Kyrie Irving than it at this point. If, right. if you're saying like, if you're saying we need to shut down one or the other, um, Kyrie Irving got a better chance to shut down it than it does shutting down Kyrie. Yep. Yep. Yeah, uh, so. Sluggo asked the question, what would they have to give up, though? I think they would have to give up definitely a draft pick or two. Well, what, I, what, I, what I'm oh, – I'm sorry, go ahead. And to thin that bench a little bit. Yeah. I, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take bench players and a yeah. couple of draft picks. But what, one thing they won't – two people they won't be losing in this is uh, IT or Gordon Hayward. So right, it's right. like um, – Do you throw Al Horford in that? Um, I could see why he might be a option, but I don't think they let that him might go. be a last resort kind yeah. of a thing. Because again, we talking about to the Pelicans who are a struggling team, they would settle for draft picks. They would be cool with draft picks. That's true. You know, at this point, that's true. I think they'd be cool with draft. Yeah, picks. I would say a couple of draft picks and yeah. a couple of bench players. I think they'd be cool with that. That's probably and Big L said I'll give up damn near anything for Davis. Damn right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, right. I, man, if I'm if I'm the Knicks. I'll be like, uh, see you, Mello. See you, whoever. Yeah. Um, rough buff, what up? I saw he just got in the chat room. And to answer, uh, Ben, what up? BS3 Sports, what up? Um, no, I am a Washington fan with everything except for football. To answer your question, Big L, I am not a Redskins fan. I'm a Studs fan, but I am a Wizards, Capitals, and Nationals fan. Everything else, um, that though, but still is is my football team. They've been my football team for as long as I have watched sports. That is a good segue into the Redskins because the Kirk Cousins, or as Bruce Allen, a GM, said, Kirk K U um, R T doesn't have a deal, man. Um, 
it seemed like the Redskins are the dysfunctional group that uh, we all know and uh, love around this place. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we don't, but we, we witnessed uh, a lot of mediocrity over the past uh, decade and a half. But mm, yeah. th- does it does it sound like they don't trust Kirk Cousins at this point? Um, or, or is it just it's the organization being the organization? Um, it's definitely the organization being the organization to delve deeper. Um, this is this is um, this is them feeling like he should have been signed a deal. This is what this is them feeling like. Who yep. are you to be holding out like this? You, you got twenty million last year. Now you're getting twenty four this year. Right. Um, and let's be clear. Um. They're gonna lose him. Mm-hmm. They're gonna lose him next year. I think. Yeah, I think I, they're gonna lose him. I, and, and, I totally believe and, that. I think they're gonna lose him next year because um, he's gonna he's gonna pad stats just like he did last year. In my personal opinion. Yep. They're gonna he's gonna pad stats. They're not gonna go nowhere. Yep. And they're you know somebody like I don't know Chicago or you San know Fran. San Fran or is gonna pay him you know bread. Yep. yep. To be their quarterback because maybe not Chicago. They maybe just drafted, not. Um, what's his maybe face? not. But shit, knowing Chicago, maybe they um <laughs> maybe yeah. There are another Chicago. Yeah, that, Chicago. Yeah, know, Chicago ain't necessarily making the best moves nowadays. One playoff uh, yeah, in the last yeah, ten years. But uh, I mean, you know, the whole Mitchell Trubisky thing is kind of ridiculous. Um, essentially, especially since you picked up a young quarterback in Mike Glennon. Before the, you know, they're not making the best moves. Yeah, no. So no. I don't. I, I'm not going to rule Chicago out because if they slum, they know for a fact that um, Kirk Cousins is very capable. That's true, and they've seen Kirk uh, yeah, Cousins on tape. Yeah, versus Trubisky, he's very capable of um, getting they, the stats. And so they might make that move, like yo, we got to get this guy right now. Yep. Yeah, yep. so it's it's possible. Yep, good point. I wouldn't put that past them, but I think um, Kirk Cousins. Is doing what he said he was doing. He was betting on himself, and the fact that they didn't pay him the money he wanted, considering what he did statistic wise, he's like, nah, we'll put it on me again because because the probability of him having a good season if he puts those same stats up mm-hmm. is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you can't put up those kind of. It's very difficult for a quarterback to put up those kind of stats and not be a winning team unless you're playing from behind a lot. And, and I don't, I don't recall the Redskins playing from too far behind a lot. Not a lot. Yeah, I just think his third down conversions are, are not ter- that great. Right, right. They, they're really terrible. And his end zone, his his twenty to twenty is amazing. So you get him on a team with a, uh, you get him on a team with a, a better running back or a more consistent running back. And you know, and now you're talking about scoring points, maybe. Right, right. So that's the thing with Kirk Cousins is that, and that last game against the Giants, where the Giants had nothing to play for. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's got to stick in the back of some of these front office people's minds too. Well, it sticks in the Redskins. That's why they ain't gave him no contract. Right, right. You know, and I made the case. Look, don't sign the guy. I mean, this is a game at home that you should win against your rival that mm-hmm. already got the had the fifth seed locked up and you just went out there and basically wet the bed. So um yeah, I'm I agree with you, man. I, I think what's gonna happen, he'll he'll hold out a little bit, they'll finally come to something. I don't know what that something's gonna be. And that he's not gonna play for them next year. You know year. what Mocha better always talking shit like the Dolphins 
Right. You got a squad. Right. Mocha better. The Bears not winning any games this year. Book it. <laughs> um, Big L says, easy, easy, far back. Off them bears, we damn sure don't need Cutler two point oh. Deacon Dell, what's good, man? What up? What up? Um, Big L, man. I don't. I don't know. If Kirk Cousins is better than Jay Cutler, man. I yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, man. He's better than Jay Cutler, man. Yeah, uh, I would definitely agree with that. But getting back to um, oh the Dolphins, Dolphins. They they're, they're kind of tricky this coming season because you really don't know how Ryan Tannehill is going to react. Coming off the injury, you don't know how he's going to react to the fact that this team made the playoffs without him. And so now you're trying to figure out, okay, is this team really taking the next step forward? Or um, is it just that Tannehill, you know, is just going to be the same old Tannehill? Well, I don't see Tannehill getting better off an of injury. <laughs> I just don't. I'm sorry. I just don't Not see off that. Not yeah. one. No. Yeah, I don't see him becoming, you know, foundation-wise or technically better. Off an of injury, I don't see it happening. Yep. Um, I think he had bad mechanics then. Yep. I think his mechanics are going to be bad now. Um, mm, 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 yeah. Miguel yeah. uh, says, "Fellas." Yeah, I'm sorry. I be getting caught off guard with comments like. He said, "Fellas, Washington had a top tight end, a tight end that was injury prone, but when he's healthy, yeah. He's pretty I mean, good. obviously, there's nobody better than him but Gronkowski. Am wide I? wide receiver and a good running back. Who who ran the ball for them? Robert Kelly. Robert for, the Kelly. for the majority of it, right? right. I, I wouldn't call him a good running back. And that offensive line I was not call good. Them good, yeah. Not not against yeah. the run they weren't. I mean, and then." And, and, <laughs> And well, he said the O line. I wouldn't call him a good O line. Nah. Um, nah. I would call Trent Williams a good left tackle. And um, he's going. Oh, he is gone. He's going to Tampa. Yeah, yeah. So they're definitely. But he's talking about last year though. Right. Um, and a top receiver. Dolphins making the playoffs this year. Yeah. Cutting, by yeah. Right. Right. Uh, would you say fifty fifty? I don't know. How? How? Where does Deshaun Jackson rank among wide receivers? In your opinion. I guess if we're gonna, are, are we gonna talk about last year? Or are we gonna talk yeah, just about last year? Just last year. Last just, year, yeah. Man, I'd, I'd have to say scraping the bottom of the top ten. You, you think he, he's a top ten receiver? He was probably scraping the bottom of the top. You think 10. he's better than Mike Evans? Uh, see, Mike Evans like did a lot for Tampa last year. Okay, and 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 that was almost Jameis kind of forcing the ball to Mike Big Evans L, top in certain. 10. Okay, let's, let's let's let's. I mean, you know, we 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 got some time. I think yeah, um, yeah. top ten receivers. That's the, the <laughs> Antonio a. B. Brown, A. B. Odell Beckham, mm-hmm. A. J. Green, mm-hmm. Des Bryant, mm-hmm. Julio. I can't forget Julio. Julio. Mm-hmm. Um, that's five, right? That's five. Okay, would you consider T. Y. Hilton in the top ten? Was he top ten last year? No. Or was he scraping the bottom of? I, the top ten. <laughs> I think we could find better wide receivers than T. Y. Hilton. Um, okay, Mike Evans. Okay, Mike Evans. Mike Evans is there. Um, um, I'm trying to think who throws the ball a lot. Uh, Jordan was Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson is in that top that, ten. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, anybody? On, not anybody on the Saints, really. No, I wouldn't call anybody their top ten. Um, Edelman, maybe. Edelman, he'd probably be scraping the bottom of the. But top better? 10. Would you say he's better than Deshaun Jackson? Um, just last year, 
see, that's the thing. I, I, they're two different types of receivers. But, but I, I mean, obviously, that's, that's but, thing, but production-wise, he's better. Edelman. Okay, that's fine. Edelman. Edelman. I, I say Edelman's better. Um, Demarius Thomas. No, not last year. I'm trying to think who else. Yeah, I mean, there's really nobody else that really... That's better than Deshaun Jackson? Sticks out. Yeah, there's really nobody else mm. that kind of sticks out to me. Um, Amari Cooper. Better okay. than Deshaun Jackson? Okay, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper? Uh, yeah, I, um, I would consider Amari Cooper better. Um, Big L says no to T.Y. <laughs> yeah, no, T.Y. Yeah, T. doesn't make top ten at, at all. He's, okay. And he's definitely not better than Deshaun. Well, he might be better. He, him and Deshaun Jackson kind of neck and neck. Right, right. Yeah. Um, can we find one more wide receiver better than Deshaun Jackson to get him out of this top ten? Man, I'm trying to think who um who the Lions got. They, uh, they kind of spread the ball around. Golden a Tate bit. and um Tate and they ca- yeah they kind of spread the ball around a little bit. I don't feel like nobody really stuck no, out to me on okay, Detroit. Okay, um who out west? Um was Doug, should, was Doug Baldwin a top ten? Nah, I I can't put I can't put no. DeAndre Hopkins is he better than Deshaun Jackson? Okay, De- DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins. But even though his numbers slipped a little bit, but that's because of the quarterback. Okay, so we got ten, at least ten that's better than Deshaun Jackson. Um, so that means okay, eleven, twelve. He's around about that, maybe. Yeah, without me, yeah, again, without me really thinking about it. Like for instance, if we talking about and 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 I and let's be clear, I am reaching at this point. Yep. Last year was Steve Smith a better receiver than Deshaun Jackson? Mm, I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay. I, I don't. I don't think the again. I'm reaching. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I don't reaching. think the big playability was there. Yeah, I'm, I'm reaching. I agree that I'm reaching. Deshaun burnt some guys last year. Yeah, but he's but that's what he is though. He's a sure. deep ball receiver, and, sure. and, and, and and let's be clear, he's one of the best, and that's maybe what puts yep. him up high in that fifteen. Yep. I'm thinking like fifteen. I think the one game I'm thinking about last year was the Redskins at home against Green Bay. You, you kind of remember that game where they got blown, blown out, out yeah, uh-huh, at home uh-huh. and everybody was like, what's wrong with the Packers? Right, right. That's the game I'm thinking about where they just do bomb after bomb after bomb on Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Well, I guess to, to uh, I think that was Big L's point, he was saying that they had a top receiver. I guess 15 is a top receiver. So, I mean, even if we put yep. him at 15, like, I guess that's still amongst the best in the game. So, but to to your point, um, the Redskins, um, the, oh, I'm sorry, Kirk Cousins is just a better quarterback than Jay Cutler, period. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there ain't no debate there. I mean, yeah. Jay Cutler moved to the booth. Yeah. Working for uh, Fox, I think. And speaking of that, I didn't know. Um, yes, Tony Brandon Gonzalez. Marshall is a better quarterback. Um, I'm sorry. Brandon Marshall, we Definitely a better wide receiver than Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, forgot about him. And if Denver had a quarterback. We probably put the Marius in there. We probably there. put him there. That's true. I mean, shit. I'm sitting here thinking, well, we put Emmanuel Sanders there. Probably. Maybe. If they, I, if I mean, they had Peyton Manning them maybe. three years right. ago. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Right. They, they, you definitely will put him there. But, um, man, I, I forgot what I was about to say. But um, in any event, though, the uh, Panthers GM got fired. And a lot of people on Twitter, especially D'Angelo Williams and Josh, Josh Norman, Norman and um, Steve Smith, Took mm-hmm. their shots, yeah. But it, it's kind of crazy, and and it's got to be because he wasn't getting along with the players. Because you don't go from taking a team to the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl 
to I get it a down year, injuries. And they had a down year. Lack of an offensive yeah. line. They had a down year, and then you just cut bait with the guy. Yeah. That, to me, is more about the relationships with the players, and even the players of old. Like, yeah. Like they, D'Angelo Williams, he ran Steve, Steve Smith, Smith out of town. and Josh Norman, who he ran out of town. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, and forced um, what's the offensive tackle name? Um, Jordan Gross, Jordan Gross. forced him yeah. to retire. Yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. know what I'm saying. It was player relations, and so it's one thing. It's one thing to have bad player relations and be on the cusp of winning the Super Bowl, or you know, obviously they won that year. Right? Uh, no, they lost that year. I'm sorry, but um, you know, to be on the cusp of the Super Bowl is another thing to have bad player relationships and then be losing. Yeah. So they was kind of waiting for a reason to fire him. I think. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. That the timing was like, eh. Yeah, they was just like. But it also lets you know this ain't got nothing to do with no draft picks. Nope, got nothing to do with the team. See, part of me thought that they that because um I know a lot of people um that Ninja, didn't show up. up. I know a lot of people didn't like um his um his drafting of Christian McCaffrey. Right. Um. They're, right. Or their drafting of Christian McCaffrey in the first round. With when I, there were, I guess when there were other like other Dalvin, guys, Cook, Dalvin Cook. There yep. was there were people out that they could have yep. got. Yep. Um. I didn't necessarily have a problem with it, but um. They definitely there was definitely people who didn't like um. Right. Didn't like that pick, especially at like seven. Yeah. A big L says, "Why not Trey? What did the Falcons do after the Super Bowl? Fired everyone. Um. They fired." Shanahan, I thought he took the job at San Fran. The Falcons didn't fire him. I don't, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know what he's talking about. Who else about. left? Uh, who else left? Um, somebody else left, but I don't remember the Falcons firing anybody after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though you can make a case some of those guys deserved it with the way they collapsed, yeah. but I don't remember anybody. I mean, being but fired. let's be clear: they definitely collapsed, but they definitely collapsed in the Super Bowl. So I mean, right, right. You know, like <laughs> you know, they collapsed in the Super Bowl. You know, I, I don't know that um, yep. that's a fire everybody offense when that staff made it all the way to the Super Bowl. Right, right. And um, that ninja said passing on Dalvin Cook was a huge mistake. They could have got an offensive tackle, which I, I kind of agree. Brian with. Brian Cox is gone. Brian Cox was the linebacker coach. I think so. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Uh, but but I I think he, he took the job, right? Or did took another job? Or maybe he maybe he did get fired. I don't know. Um Ninja said he was a scapegoat. I okay, it's kind of vividly coming back to me though now. I okay. think I think Brian Cox did get fired. I okay. think he he was a defensive coach, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was a linebacker coach. Which, I'm not, I'm not, you it know, wasn't it wasn't a defense fault in that Defensive Super Bowl. coach staff is out. Yeah. Okay. I I mean now let's be clear. I'm not super big on I was I haven't been super big on the Falcons defense all last year and you know I was definitely one of the ones saying they about to just go ahead and uh take that dive in midseason. I thought they was gonna be the ones you know right. they was gonna be synonymous to two years ago. Yep. But um look, man, again, and I know it had more to do with the offense than it the defense, but the defense definitely did something. They changed some stuff. They definitely got some things. They changed together. some stuff. Um, but I can see why they him. might do that because Dan Quinn definitely, um, you know, he wanted, you know, he him being a defensive minded dude, right? Probably wanted to bring more, yep. of, you know, who yep. he thought should be there. Maybe I don't know. Should have learned this lesson from when he was in Seattle. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, Ninja said the OC hurt them by trying to teach Freeman a lesson about speaking on his contract when they should have been giving him the ball. They were passing unnecessarily. Ninja, I agree. They should not have been passing the ball in that situation. 
They should have t- kicked the field yeah, goal, right? Go up by ten, and the game's over. But you know, yeah. you never know with these things. It's it's crazy. Uh, defensive coordinator got the boot too by Sluggo. Okay. Um. So yeah, the, the looks like the Falcons kind of cleaned some house a little bit. It's gonna be rough for them. This um. Yeah. I mean. Th- I mean. Let's be clear. Uh, Shanahan definitely made a mistake in that Super Bowl, but we're not about to sit here and act like he's not one of the better offensive coordinators in the game. Right. Um. That's just a fact. Um. He he puts together a game plan. And he had a quarterback who could execute it probably better than any quarterback he's had. Um. As an offensive coach, offensive coordinator, I, I don't know that he's had anybody better than um Matt Ryan. No, I, I could agree with you. Yeah, so I mean, uh, yeah, they're definitely going to struggle. Um, I would reckon, I would, be, I'm reckoning to believe that the Forty ers are even going to struggle because, um, Shanahan is used to having mm-hmm. that. You know, well, not used to having, but when you give him that type of quarterback, and now you, so right. you got Brian Hoyer or whoever yep. the hell. Else. And, and not just that, they just got young pieces on that team that's you know still got to develop. Yeah. On that team, and yeah. you know, from what they were last year, you know. They don't have a lot of talent in San Fran just off the bat, so I, I would think that they're going to struggle a little bit. Yeah. What, what do you think about Ezekiel Elliott in the story about um, him being involved in a bar fight? I'm not super hip to to the story. Um, I I heard that, but if I under, if you know from what I you know because again I didn't read the story, but what I kind of took from I'm understanding that his name wasn't even mentioned in like police reports or things of that nature. Um, that sounds about right. Um, so it, at first it was allegedly that he was involved in a bar fight, and now they're saying, yeah, he was involved. Um, black, black, successful players. I know, I know that played for the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, no, black successful players. Period. Sure, stay your ass in the house sometimes, man. I, I get it. You shouldn't have to ha- stay in the house. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to do it, but. It, <laughs> A motherfucker is real live. Um, I, the motherfucker is real live uh, targeting motherfuckers for no reason. Oh, definitely. It seems like definitely. And 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 I leave it at that because I don't have all the I don't have the facts. I don't know. I didn't even read the story. Right. But I mean, if his name ain't on the rep- police report, why the hell is he making news for it? Yeah, I'm disappointed. Is there though. a video with this dude? Like, I didn't see video. I don't know if there's video out there, but. It's disappointing because this guy's been in the news for, you know, pulling a girl's boob out. And then he's been in the news for going to Seattle to that weed refinery, which I think was a non-story in itself. But it sounds to me like when you play for the most valuable NFL franchise in the history of the NFL Mm -hmm. and in today's world, the camera's going to be on you a lot. And especially for a guy that's coming out of Ohio State, touted as one of the best backs coming out of the draft. Already got caught in the camera trying to pull the young and top down. You know. He wore it, a crop it, top to it's, the it's damn a lot. draft. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of exposure. And he shouldn't have to. I mean, he should be able to live his life the way he wants to live it. But the problem is, is that there, there's scavengers out there. They, yeah. they out to get you. Yeah. They out to get you. TMZ. All these other sites, BuzzFeed, they they out there to get cats, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Trying to get a store. Yeah. So and, uh, now, and now the league's talking about they could, you know, it's a possible suspension could take place. And quite frankly, 
just just let the guy rock. Yeah, if he if he ain't do nothing, then leave if him he didn't, yeah, out. if if he didn't get leave charged with nothing, yeah. just just let the guy rock. And 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 plus, if we're gonna play the conspiracy theory game, why would you want to suspend a Dallas Cowboy, being that's one of the top franchises? Why why would you want to do that? I if mean, we're gonna play the conspiracy theory game, I mean, why not? I mean. I mean, shit. The past two years, they've had at least two people suspended for some t- amount Randy of time. Randy Gregory, yeah. Uh, who's the Greg Hardy? Greg Hardy, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Demarco, Demar- I mean Lawrence, Demarco Lawrence, whoever it is. Right. Um, I mean, they've for the past few years, they've always had Rolando McClain. They've had somebody suspended. Yep. Why not? Why not? Yep, yep. Mocha mm. says every year we're talking about the Dallas Cowboy players off the field issues. It it's a, like it's that. a story. Yeah, yep. Yeah, when you say Dallas Cowboys, people people read, people <laughs> click. <laughs> Rough Buff's funny. He should be suspended for the season for the draft. He outfit. was fine though. He was fine. Yeah, that he you wearing tank tops? No, the, he wore a crop top. A crop top. <laughs> showed he was show he had a tuxedo. Oh come on! And it showed his stomach. Yeah, that that's not gangster, man. Yeah, I, I know he's trying to. Was that supposed to be his signature outfit or something? Because he wore. Didn't he wear it again? Didn't he wear something else similar? Or was people just trying to mock him out there? We got a phone call coming in. We got a phone call. All right, all right. Let me get you plugged in. Caller, what up? What's good? Hey, what's going on? It's Ben from uh, BS3 Sports. My dude, what up? What up? What up, BS3? What up? What up? So, um,. On the Zeke thing, you know, the story came out on Sunday, like early Monday. Uh, he wasn't in the police report. You know, the news is bringing it up, but he, it was just an eyewitness saying they thought that they seen him. Uh, and then somebody else said, oh, he was standing in the corner and, and he didn't even do it. So they don't even have, like, facts on if he did it or not. But the NFL is trying to catch him on something. Obviously, they leave, they're leaving the book open. They're Why do you the think they doing open. that, man? Because he plays for the Cowboys, because he's black, and because they want to they catch somebody up. Uh, the NFL is tired of you know people being able to do things and not get not get caught up. So honestly, I just think they're just trying to catch up. I mean, just, I mean, I mean, solely because he's black. I mean, you 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 think that he got that that I'm a black man target on his back? I mean, I you know. Obviously, every, Which all athletes, because obviously black all black shit. athletes, but yeah. there are specific players um, who got it a little different because maybe they more a little more flamboyant. He's definitely got the, uh, the he's definitely got the check for being flamboyant. Yeah. Um, you think it's just? I mean, because for all intents and purposes, the dude is good for the league, or it, well, maybe he's not good for the league. I mean. Why? Why specifically Ezekiel Elliott? Do you think it's because he's flashy and? I, like what you think? I think I think it's a couple of reasons. Um, number one, because he because he plays for the Cowboys. Um, right. They already been in the news so many different times this off season. Uh, the, the second reason is uh, because he, he came in the league with an issue, so there's already a target on his back. Mm-hmm. Like you already know that, that there's a case on you. We already know that you know the police. Still didn't find anything with that either. The, the oh yeah, from Ohio the, State. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's, he's had issues. So I think they—it's they, uh, not just because he's black, but I think that's part of it. But the other part is just that when you come in the league with 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 something tied to you, 
they're going to be watching you like a hawk. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and Goodell is ready to lay the hammer on everybody and anybody. And to be a, uh, and to be a top so. five pick at that. There's a lot of pressure on you. Yeah. Mm, nah, I can't. I can't call you a lie. I agree. I, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. Appreciate your call, folks. Oh, hey, go ahead and plug your show real quick before we get you off the line. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so the BS3 Sports Show is uh, every other Saturday on Spreaker.com, um, Squad Affiliate, uh, WSME Radio, and then uh, Weekend Wrap Up is every Monday. Um, on Spreaker. The, the other thing I was going to say, Deontay Foreman, um, if y'all didn't hear about that one, that was another situation. A uh, guy playing place for Houston. He, he was like the leading rusher for Texas. But they um, they basically said because a guy that was in his car had weed, he is the one that's going to be like, you know, billboard saying that he had weed and a gun. So the gun was legal, it was registered, mm-hmm. and the weed wasn't even his. But they put his name there to say, you know, because you're the well-known guy, because you're the guy that... You mean they know, put Ezekiel Elliott's name, name there? The front. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know about... So, what, what's I the dude's name? There's probably a, probably a similar situation to that. What's that, what's that uh, other cat name? Uh, Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman, okay. Yeah, I'm going to look that up. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, I'll look that up. That's a bet, man. appreciate you. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Take care. Yes, sir. All right. You too, man. That was uh, Ben from the BS3 uh, Sports Show. Uh, make sure you check him out on Spreaker.com. Um, we, we're going to take a break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about this Michael Vick situation with his comments about Colin Kaepernick. feel like we got enough people in this chat room and people out there listening to, you know, give us, you know, their thoughts on what's going on. I got my thoughts. I'm sure you got your thoughts as mm-hmm. well. The number of the dollar show is 240-532-2718. You're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Vince Wright. The ladies call me the big smooth one, but you know me as the sports governor of the great state of Minnesota, and I want to thank you for listening to Sports Done Right. Whether it's on SME, Spreaker.com, or XSquadAffiliates.com, I want to thank you for supporting the show. We got a lot of good stuff coming up, more great interviews. Keep it tuned. Sports Done Right. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. If you like sports, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like comedy, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. So join me Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Jelani, J.B. Bodie, and of course, my man Lopan on the Wait a Minute Show. Stay down for whatever, forever hustle with my misfit homes. 
It's so you go see this I grow this shit Me once we get rich Living is back to hustling with my misfits Deep on the creek Fifty souls tucked under the I keep a big old nigga feeder, heater. It's in the trunk of my photo and my two seater. Make all you skeeter, skeeter. Keep up and grab the ball back just like I'm Derek Jeter. I know you wanna fuck my hoe, but you too scared to meet her. See, you ain't got enough bread to even start to treat her. The way I'm pimped in and in the bed, I'm even sweeter. I hustle, I got more Franklins in me than Aretha. If I had Oprah Winfrey, I would marry her and keep her. I spit as much knowledge as preachers and teachers. Just as long as the message reaches, we all fill up the beaches. I'm the MJG. I get in your shit. I ain't trying to run your click. That be your friend so quick. Come on, where my money. Let me hit the stage. Fuck them long interviews. Just give us the front page. Black G apostrophe. Yes, us forever bust them lyrics that make the people say that he got nuts. You like me? Welcome back, y'all. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Maestro Styles and Trey yep. Frazier here in the house. Uh, I see Miss Mocha asking about the telephone number because I talk too fast. So the number's two, four, is it? Nah, I'm, I'm not going to do that to you. The number's two, four, zero, five, three, two, two, seven, one, eight. If you want to call the show, uh, NBA, NFL. You ain't calling it. Anything right. <laughs> we never hear you call. I don't even know what your voice sound like, Mocha. But, um, all right. Mike Vick comments about uh, Colin Kaepernick and him being unemployed. And, and, and first, I, I just got to say, man, um, when, when I first heard this, well, actually, I didn't, I didn't hear about it. I, I was on Facebook, and I've seen a lot of posts, and obviously there's a lot of clickbait that's out there. And you got sources like USA Today, The Washington Post, CBSSports.com, just to name a few. You have a lot of these posts that put these headlines that 
makes it very misleading to what the actual story is. So, like, like for example, this is CBSSports.com. This is their title. Michael Vick, Colin Kaepernick isn't being blackballed, needs to cut his hair. So it's like, okay. Can, I, um, can I play the clip? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, that ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> Malfunction. Yeah, I thought that was it. I apologize. But, um, but yeah, but just for example, this is CBSSports.com. This is their headline. Michael Vick, Colin Kaepernick isn't being blackballed, needs to cut his hair. Now, obviously, that's a headline that makes you think, okay, he's trying to say he don't have a job because of his hair. Mm-hmm. And then you got some other headlines here. I'm trying to find the one from you. Miss Hunter, hey. Miss Letitia Hunter, what up? Yeah. Hey, Letitia, how you doing? Welcome to the show. I don't know why you scream at her like that. Oh, my bad. <laughs> but, uh, nah, surprised to see her in here. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Um, and, and I can't find the USA Today headline. I did find a clip, though, I think. Oh, you did? Yeah. You got it right this second? Yeah, uh, I think so. All right, go ahead. For lack of a better word, toxic coming out of prison. A lot of controversy around you because of the dog fighting deal. Tony Dungy wrapped his arms around you and helped get you back into the NFL. That's what I want to see from Colin Kaepernick, a football person, him get involved with. And I think he needs to actually talk and put his name on what he feels about the NFL and wanting to play, I think he needs to speak for himself. I think he really does. The first thing we got to get Colin to do is cut his hair. You know, I mean, <laughs> listen, I'm not up here to try to be politically correct, but, you know, even if he puts cornrows in it, I, I don't think he should represent himself, you know, in that way in terms of, you know, just the hairstyle, just go clean cut, you know, why not? You know, you're already dealing with a lot, a lot of controversy surrounding this issue. Um, That's a and fascinating thing to hear you say, Mike. That, that he needs to do is, you know, just try to be presentable. I mean, look, so all the social media stuff that he's doing, look, we, we get it, we understand it. it. It's time for, you know, Collins to step up in a different way. And, you know, I think primarily the reason why he's not signed to a team right now is because of the last two seasons and, and not being as productive of as everybody, you know, as Let me just ask you a question, because I, I kind of chuckled when you said he had cut his hair, because I just thought you didn't like the hairstyle, but you're actually you're actually saying that it represents something. Yeah, I just think perception and image is everything, and listen, it's not the Colin Kaepernick that we know, we've known, you know, since he entered the National Football League, and I'm just going off my personal experiences, but listen, I love the guy to death. You know, but I want I'm gonna cut it off right there. I don't think really much. Right, right. It's a five minute clip, but we got the we we kind of get the point about it. But first, I I got three things to address here. Sure. Let me let me address the media first. Then I'm talking about the papers, USA Today, okay. these websites and stuff. Look, you got a lot of people on Facebook that react to headlines, and they automatically call the guy a coon, and you know, oh, you're saying. He should cut his hair. That's why he's not in the NFL and blah, 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 blah. Well, listen, I got I got news for you. Let's face it. Most people, they see a headline. They don't bother reading the article. They just they just react off of what they see. For myself, I decided, you know what? Let me read the article. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and I read the CBS.com article. And it basically said it i mean it talked about everything of the reasons why he's not playing in the nfl which was his reason stating he hasn't been playing very good football lately 
um, had totally had nothing to do with his hair. Mm-hmm. Michael Vick did not say specifically the reason he's not playing is because he doesn't have a haircut. That's not that's not the reason. That's not what he said. And there's people out there on Facebook that's kind of perpetuating that line of thinking. Say that again that, to me. Yeah, I, say that again to me. You say no. I, I'm I'm saying the the headlines to some of these clickbait mm-hmm. sites are giving people the impression that Michael Vick said Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job because he didn't cut his hair. He okay. hasn't cut his hair. But when you read the article and when even when you listen to that clip, and I watched that clip earlier, mm-hmm. right? he clearly did not say Colin Kaepernick isn't playing in the NFL because of his hair. The hair has nothing to do with why he's not signed to a team. So I want to get that straightened out. Okay. Number number two, I'm going to defend Michael Vick in this sense. Mm-hmm. I don't believe he should be called a coon. Okay. And, and and the reason for that is because, like again, like I said, he talked about his hair, but that was separate from why he thinks Colin Kaepernick is not playing in the NFL right now. Okay. Um, with that being said, I disagree with Michael Vick's comments about why he thinks Colin Kaepernick is not in the NFL. He claimed, what would you say his reasons were? Michael Vick's? Yeah. He clearly said it. He said, look, I don't think he's played great football. Um, I don't definitely think he's being blackballed. That was his comments. He basically, he thinks Colin Kaepernick is not being blackballed. I disagree with that. Okay. He thinks that. I didn't hear that part. That's why I, that's why I asked you. Right, okay. right. And it was in the article. I, yeah. I read the article. Okay. He also thinks that Colin Kaepernick's stats, or I guess his level of play, hasn't been good over the last couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. I, I disagree with that. When you look at his stats, six, at? 16 touchdowns, four interceptions. And yes, the win-loss record tells a different story. But it also tells the story that that team, that Niner team, was not as talented. He didn't have enough pieces around him for his 16-4 and four to really make that much of a difference in the win-loss column. So I disagree with Michael Vick on that front. As far as the hair comments, isn't it natural that if you give advice to somebody, you're giving advice to somebody based on experience? Because if I remember last time I checked, Michael Vick got convicted for dogfighting, and obviously we know what happened there. Mm -hmm. But in the middle of all that, he cut his hair, and he explained why he cut his hair. He said for image purposes. Now, I'm not trying to suggest that Colin Kaepernick needs an image change, because I don't, again, I don't think hair has anything to do with why Kaepernick is not playing in the league. But I will say this from... You know, a person that speaks a lot about experiences, life experiences. Michael Vick had every right to give him that advice. Now, if Colin Kaepernick decides he's going to cut his hair, that's his choice. Quite frankly, I'm fine with it. I I, I could care less whether Kaepernick cuts his hair or not. But to, to try to use to try to use Michael Vick's words about his hair and combine that with the stating the reason that that's the reason he's not playing in the league is is a bit um i i think it's just a bit off i i I think though i think the articles that i saw that i read may may have misled some people into 
you know, thinking a totally different way and kind of overreacting a little bit. Now, I saw I've seen people call this guy a coon Mm -hmm. and I'm going to say it again. I don't feel like he should be called a coon, but he was dead wrong about everything that he said about why he thinks Kaepernick is not in the league. That that's just my thoughts on it. Okay, so I don't know how many takes I have, but I'll 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 go as I think about it because I you know, um, one thing that stuck out to me that he said right. is um, Colin Kaepernick needs needs to look more presentable, mm-hmm. and for me, what does presentable mean? What does that mean? What, what what about his appearance isn't presentable? Colin Kaepernick? Yeah, what about Colin Kaepernick's um what about Colin Kaepernick's appearance and is see, not presentable? And, and see that that's a hard it's it's a hard question to answer only because I don't think Colin Kaepernick has an image problem. Well no 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 no. I'm not talking about his image. He's saying that he needs to cut his hair to look more presentable. What about his? Because he said he need you know he said I, I don't care if it's the bush or the cornrows he just need to go ahead and get a clean cut make it look more presentable. Right. What about the afro or the cornrows is not presentable. Well, and even getting to the cornrow part, he even said even if you get cornrows, but like, he was more so saying he doesn't agree with the cornrows either. He was saying you need to cut your hair, okay, and because that's more presentable, right? Why does why does Colin Kaepernick need to cut his hair or get rid of his hair to be more presentable? Well, according to Vic, like you said, well, I'm asking you personally. I know he's okay. Well, without well, I, well, ahead, I don't, sure. I don't think he's, I don't think Colin Kaepernick. Is like his afro. It's fine. It's it's fine with me. Right. I I don't have a big problem with if if he wants to put a helmet over his afro. Fine. Right. I mean, he's done that throughout the second half of last season. In this league, which is uh, a healthy share of black people with dreads yep. and cornrows. Well, not I say cornrows anywhere, but most certainly dreads. Dreads. Yep. Um. Why does the single light skin? Well, I don't think light skin had nothing to do with it. But <laughs> why does the single player who takes a stand, uh, you know, about you know, takes a stand for about injustices, right. need to change his appearance now that he hasn't got a job in X amount of years? And um, why does he need to? Of all people. Uh, RG three don't need a haircut. Uh, you know the players, the numerous amount of players in this league yep. that have dreads, yep. and have had cornrows, and if you know they don't need to cut their hair, but right. this one solitary dude needs to cut his hair. Um, I understand that that they asked they asked him specifically about Colin Kaepernick, and that's why. But it would have it wouldn't. I would not have my stance on Vic's comments if he'd have said he doesn't agree with he doesn't agree with anybody having long hair. Right. You know what I'm saying? Any black man having if all black men need to cut their hair, then that that's a whole different discussion. It would mean it would mean more to me than him just singling him just saying Colin Kaepernick and leaving it at Colin Kaepernick. Right. Colin Kaepernick who happens to be the person who is uh doing all these things for his community and speaking out against injustices that maybe some owners don't want him to speak about. Right. 
he's the only person that need to um that needs to cut his hair. Um the reason why I feel like he said that is because uh cutting his hair um cuz let's be clear, he started growing his hair when all of this shit was happening. Yep. Um <laughs> rough buff maestro hell no RG3 does need a haircut <laughs> ain't nobody else but it, ain't nobody saying RG3 need a haircut yeah and I, and I don't give a damn if RG3 yeah. cuts his hair or Kawhi, not Kawhi ain't nobody saying Kawhi need ain't no ain't no NBA owners ain't no sports commentators coming out in the open saying Kawhi Leonard need to cut his hair ain't nobody saying RG3 need to cut his hair yep and it, and it ain't, no, just, ain't nobody saying Andrew McCutcheon need to cut his yeah, hair. And it just so ha- and it just so happens that the only person that needs to cut their hair is somebody who stepped out against, uh, spoke out against right. his people's injustices. Right. Um. See, what I think, and I don't know what was going on in um, Michael Vick's mind. What I think he was trying to, what I think he was trying, what he was getting at, mm-hmm. um, is that. You want you need this job. You want this job. I don't I don't know if he needs it, but Colin Kaepernick wants this job. Right. He wants this job. You can still be you can still be, you know, righteous and, and, and for the and for your people's causes and speaking up against your people's causes, but the the appearance of a man with an afro frightens white owners. The problem with that though mm-hmm. the problem with that though is is why why is that my problem or meaning Colin Kaepernick why is that Colin Kaepernick's problem that you're threatened by the way my hair looks yeah Colin Kaepernick shouldn't have an issue with that no no I'm talking about owners why are owners threatened by the way Colin Kaepernick's hair looks coupled with the fact that he's speaking speaking to injustices of his people owners are frightened by it because it affects their bottom line but it, no, it doesn't affect their bottom line. Every black player, damn it, every black player in the league. No, 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 no. Wait, you asked the question: Why does Colin Kaepernick's appearance, meaning the afro, and plus what he's been fighting for, what he's been taking a stand for? So the reason why I say the bottom line is because look, we've we, we've seen this trigger last year. A lot of people were in social media coming out and saying, look. I don't want to watch these games because this guy is disrespecting the flag, which what does that do for the owners? The owners recognize that when people don't watch their team or they don't buy their tickets, that it affects their bottom line. So that's why I'm saying it affects the money. Owners look at money. They they all they care about is the money. And if they see that a profit margin is dwindling mm-hmm. and that people will stop watching games or that people don't want to go to the games. So they're going to they're going to do something about it. And if they think that that guy, which look, I disagree. Colin Kaepernick should be in the NFL. He should be a starting quarterback. He cut his hair? No, okay. he shouldn't. I, he shouldn't. It, it, to me, it don't make a difference. I mean, this is the, well, N- the NFL. Saying, hold on, hold on. But let me let me cut you off. And, cause, and I'm, I'm cutting you off for clarity. So you're saying that his afro affects their bottom line? No, no, no. You ask you ask me why do I think owners fear are scared of the image? Right. So of my, Colin your Kaepernick. answer to that is is and that my, it's my, affecting their bottom line. It's affecting the bottom line. But you also inserted in the question what he's been standing up for, what he's been yeah. 
giving so awareness it's to. It's only it's so it's because it's because he got an afro and because he speaks to his injustices. That is a that is that is going to affect their bottom line. That's that's your answer. That's my that's my okay, answer. I'm just I'm just asking for clarity. That's my answer. I'm, just asking, I'm not asking and, to and, shit and, on and, it. I'm just asking for clarity. And, and quite frankly, that's what we've been seeing happening. I've been seeing a lot of social media posts about people complaining about what he's doing. He's disrespecting the flag. He's disrespecting the military. What the hell the military got to do but with f- standing up for something? But the fact, but the fact, but the cross side of that is, is there is also people saying he's doing a good thing. Sure, but so, but but now, question for you: mm-hmm. the people that say he's doing a good thing versus the people that saying he's doing a bad thing. Which one? If you're asking me based on what I see, other. I see more people praising him. But I understand that there are, are people I see on my feeds because, well, of my, course, yeah, right, of course. So I don't. So to be honest with you, of, I see more people supporting than I see. Of but course, I, yeah. I of course yeah. I do too. Yeah. So but, I so I don't I don't see a lot of the hate because I don't follow people and not because I'm you know unfollow. I just don't see those people because right. a lot of the people that I'm friends with on Facebook and things that they're like minded. Yes. You know. No question you know about what I'm that. saying. So yeah. Most I, I would answer that if it's me. Yes. Yeah. I see more people that's standing with him versus people that's not with him. Yeah. But in the eyes of the crusty white NFL oh, owner. You gotta call them names and shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Crusty? I mean, uh, I mean shit. That's an adjective. Right, okay. I mean, that's, that's, a, cool. that's an insult. <laughs> <laughs> if, call, if, if that same owner come back and call you crusty, you'd have a problem with that. Damn right now. Nah. Uh, nah, but no, nah, I'm just joking. Go but ahead. but the the owner in the lens of the owner who's looking at this and who's looking at a bigger scope, let's face it, this country we're what? We we take up what, thirteen percent of the population? Yep. So I'm gonna assume that the percentage of Black NFL fans is, if not thirteen percent, then it's right. You know, it's right around that, maybe twenty twenty five percent. Which means it's about seventy five percent of NFL fans that are Caucasian, that are white. Well, here's the thing. So if there, so if mm-hmm. there, so if there's, so if you have more people that are against Colin Kaepernick and the owner that of the their team bottom line. sees that, yeah, it affects the bottom. It line. affects the bottom line. I understand that. Point taken. Don't disagree with you. So I understand that. So they're not picking. They're you're saying essentially you're saying they're not picking him up because there are way too many people who are against his cause and for his cause. Yes, it's going to be detrimental to their money. Right. Like think about it this way. Think about when the Steelers picked up Mike Vick in the mm-hmm. off season, mm-hmm. and when we had this conversation on one of the episodes, and people said, and, and not people, Steeler fans said, "Why are you why are you signing this guy?" Peter came out, mm-hmm. you know, looking for blood. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of folks complained. Oh, the, why are the Rooney's doing this? You, you, you know what I'm saying? When when, you, when the noise gets louder, <laughs> yeah, and you know, people start to stray away from your product. It 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 affects the money, man. All right, so let me let me let me try to you know bring this back to some type of clarity because right. with these special with these specific topics, I, I, I and I was thinking about this um, the other day. These specific topics, they need some type of a structure so we can come away with some type of a, um, not necessarily an agreement, but a, a, I need my stance to be clear. Okay. And I and, and, and because and and I think and I think you agree that 
your stance needs to be clear on these issues. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because right. um, with the however many people listen to us on a weekly basis, um, the idea of podcast and the idea of broadcast is that I can say what the fuck I want. We 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 started this yep. on the on the premise that we need we can say what we need to say and we'll deal with the whatever the consequences of it later. Yep. So with that being said, um Michael Vick then lost his damn mind. Not, and and I and and to give him some type of a I know it's coming from a good place. Mm-hmm. I do. I totally understand that his his thing is is that um you can reach more you can reach more people with honey than you can with something that's not sweet. I forget the whole saying. But mm-hmm. so if you could it, you can there are other ways there are other ways to push your agenda without wearing having an afro and having that appearance that that old white owners um fear. Yep. Along with your message. Right. Where he's wrong though, um the problem is <laughs> the problem is is that in order to incite change People are just going to have to get used to who the fuck we are. Mm-hmm. I can be a nigga with an afro that that speaks out against injustices. Yep. Yep. I can be a nigga with dreads that speaks. Richard Sherman speaks out into injustices. Michael Bennett speaks out to injustices. His hair ain't, ain't as long, but right. he wears this nappy ass hair that he yep. Michael this nappy ass hair and come out and dashikis and shit. Yep. And um, the only reason they not on Richard Sherman and Michael Bennett dick like that is because they performing on the field. Right. That's the only reason why right. Richard Sherman and Michael Bennett ain't in these situations. So, so does it now come down to performance now? Of course, because talent trumps morals. Now, whether see the thing, because the, here's the thing about morals: mm-hmm. morals are subjective. I have a different set of morals than mm-hmm. say owners, people right. who run the NFL. Now, I don't disagree with the moral part. I sort of because when you when you say talent trumps morals, it's like Colin Kaepernick has talent. But Colin Kaepernick, it, we, it, it, we it, said it, this. We said this at the in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Me and you said this in the preseason. Yep. For this to continue, Colin Kaepernick is going to have to ball. Yeah. We said this at the beginning of the season. Yeah. He didn't ball. Now he right. wasn't bad. He wasn't bad by no stretch of the imagination. He certainly outplayed um, who Blaine Gabbert. Right. And, right. And statistically, he was the third or fourth most efficient quarterback in the league. Yeah. The the the, the problem was the win. The, the problem was the team wasn't winning. Yeah, and, right. And, 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 it's, and it's not his fault. It's that not they his fault, but he's the quarterback. Winning. It's going to fall on him. Right. Unfortunately, it, it, I mean, when quarterbacks perform well, perform bad, more times than not, quarterbacks get the blame more than anybody on the football field. That's right. just that's just the facts. Right. Even when it's not his fault. Right. He, you know, they find some way to put it on the quarterback. Yep. So, so. He has a twenty touchdown four interceptions. If I'm reading that ninja stats correct, he had a twenty touchdown four interception season. Mm-hmm. I thought it was sixteen, but okay. Um, 16, uh, 20 touchdown four interceptions, and okay. Um, and then and you know and he doesn't win games. He get and let's be clear, he opted out. Mm-hmm. 
and he opted out right. thinking that what he did was good enough to get on a team right. and now and, and for all intents and purposes it was but now because he didn't ball out mm-hmm. and let's be clear uh, quarterback um, and I know he didn't play all the games 20 touchdowns and 4 interceptions is a great stat but when you comparing it and I, again I know he didn't play all the games right? it's the stat of 20, 20 and four, mm-hmm. and more so the twenty, as opposed to not having not having to be twenty, not right. having to be twenty five. Right. But but you but you're looking at when you look at the twenty touchdowns, four interceptions. You're just looking at the guy's skill set and saying, okay, this guy's got talent. This guy can play. But when you look at the win loss column, talent, the talent around Kaepernick, it it yeah, just no, no, wasn't there. I, we're, we're not disagreeing. Yeah, we're, we're agreeing, but. In the sense of him getting the job, mm-hmm. the win total wasn't there. I, like I said, we agreed he had to ball out. Yep, he had to ball out. He had to ball. He had to win games. Right. He had to ball out in order for him in order for this to work. Because at the end of the day, if he winning games mm-hmm. and his stats is there, don't nobody care about what you're saying. And the All other problem do was downplay it. And the other problem was Chip Kelly was the coach. Well, again, get the point. I'm trying to stick to. The the Mike Vick's comments, right? Mike, um, white people gonna have to accept niggas for what they are. No question, they gonna have to accept niggas for the way they no are. Question. And him cutting his hair, even cutting his hair, the damage was already done. Mm-hmm. Him cutting his hair ain't gonna change how they feel about what he said and what he did. Right? Um, uh, Big L, they don't mention running touchdowns because it's not to their advantage. Not to whose advantage? My advantage. It's not, I guess, to the Pete, the pundits, I guess, the oh, experts. Right. Okay, and stuff. but all right, yeah, um, um, yeah. But uh, anyway, um, maybe, maybe that was the, maybe the twenty. He's saying the twenty because that's what they said in the chat room. The four, right, four right, Russian right. touchdowns that right. I didn't know about. Right, right, right. Definitely, um, definitely. So, um, you telling a man, you telling a man who obviously grew his hair for a purpose that mm-hmm. he needs to cut his hair um, to. For all intents and purposes, shit on that because let's be clear, he's again he grew his he started growing his hair right when all this shit started happening right right so but I think but I in in you know getting back to Michael Vick's comments here and and let me let me just read something by Sluggo real quick because I think he made a good point about something here if I could just find his yeah he says it's not about hair. It's just another deflection technique manipulated by ancient ass people. These circular conversations have to stop. And Sluggo, you're you're absolutely right. It's it's not about the hair and the what head. What is it about? And and the head. But but what is but, it about? Sluggo kind of proved my point about the headlines. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it it deflected from like the real like conversation. The conversation should have been about football and Kaepernick's protests. But instead, we talking about hair. Like we we talking about cutting hair. You know what I'm saying? Like I I just don't get that. Uh, yeah. That, okay. I'm sorry. That ninja said Trey and Maestro. I'm talking about. Wait, He's talking about the mainstream media. That's when he said that. Tw- um, oh, okay. Fits our agenda or fits their agenda. Oh, right, right, right. Yep, yep, definitely. Uh-huh. Uh, Sluggo said, so when the win totals aren't there for whatever colonizer under center for San Fran, I don't want to hear Jack about rebuilding or the team is bad. Um, 
I guess he's okay. I, I know what Sluggo is saying. He's he's saying if it's about if, races. If, 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 Brian, if Brian Hoyer, which I think is the quarterback for them, yeah. So if Brian Hoyer goes two and fourteen this coming year, then Brian Hoyer could keep his job. Um, maybe, but I, Brian, I, Hoyer, yeah, maybe, Brian Hoyer will maybe, keep his job unless maybe. there's a better quarterback out there. Um. So, um. So the the issue. Again, so again, so to, to sum up the my stance on Mike Vick, um, mm-hmm. he shouldn't have said it. Um, I, I I do think that it came from a good place, but now at this point, if you if you, you're suggesting he should cut his hair so he can get a job, and um, right, and not cut your hair for what you're doing as far as the protest, I don't think. Vic was trying to but the protest right but I think Vic was so more focused on if you want to get back into the league you should cut your head get a job right but the problem with that is is that in a job where everybody else wears their hair how the fuck they want it yep him cutting his hair is about his stance on racial on racial inequalities so where Michael Vic is wrong and again I'll say it again and again he's I I I totally understand that he's coming. He's trying to come from a, a good place. Mm-hmm. I totally understand that. But you can't, you can't say he needs to cut his hair to look presentable to get a job in a league with a whole bunch of motherfuckers that, to your standard, don't look presentable. Right. You can't do it because because then what else is left? What else is left? The only thing that's left is is that that hair represents his his uh, his plight. Yep. On the black and uh, black inequalities or racial inequalities, right, right, and so that's where he's dead. That's and, and I think Vic understands that. Part I don't about think it. He, I think he understood it when he started getting that backlash the next day because he came out with a statement. Well, no, my my point. I don't I, think when, he understood it at all. Well, I I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I, and again, Vic was so dead wrong on his analysis on why Kaepernick doesn't have a job. It's got nothing to do with the hair. It's just what he said. His reasons why. That's where I got the issue with Vic. But hold on, I, and, I, and I got it. But his hair represents his hair represents represents what so he it is. So it is because the hair is symbolism. It yep. does mean something. Yes. It, 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 it's it, a part of our culture. Yeah, it means something. So yep. it, it's no. It is. It's not. It, it's about the hair because the hair is symbolic to what yes. Colin Kaepernick is talking about. Yep. So Mike Vick, no, if you understand, and Mike Vick ain't stupid. Mike Vick got cornrows because it was part of African American culture. He right. didn't come into sure. college with hair sure. with cornrows. He saw that people was getting cornrows, yep. and that was what black people was doing. Our culture was doing. Yep. He said, "Let me grow my hair and get cornrows yep. because that's what black people do." So you can't in turn tell him, and he worked a long time right. with cornrows, had a job for a long time a with cornrows. Yep. So you can't tell this dude, in order to get back into this job where everybody wear what the fuck they want on his head, right. that you need to cut your head to be more presentable unless you are totally oblivious to the fact that that hair is symbolic to black culture. So do you think Mike Vick was a hypocrite? In no, I think, Mike Vick, I think Mike Vick went on there and didn't fully think about what he was saying. I think he okay. was thinking about more I think he was thinking more about the fact that he just wanted Kaepernick to get a job and wasn't thinking about and that's my how point. symbolic this was. Right. And but he's dead wrong but he's dead wrong for going on TV. That's fair. He's dead wrong that's for fair. going on TV and not thinking about this. Mm-hmm. And it's no it is no coincidence that the person who asked him that fucking question was Jason Whitlock. Yep. 
It's no, it's not a coincidence. Of course. These people, these people playing for keeps, dog. Man, you can't, we're yeah. over Mike. Yeah. Vick. So he, Michael Vick, made a terrible mistake. No question. And he getting his he getting his ass waxed for it. Is it from a good place? I believe yes. So here's the other question. Yep. With all that evidence presented. Yep. Do you think? What do you think, Michael Vick's read? Do you think Michael Vick is a coon? You said no. No. Um. Do you think Michael Vick was going came on TV, which is cooning? But do you think um he came on TV to, and knew the crowd he was dealing with, meaning Jason Whitlock, and came on there and said something to appease that crowd? Definitely, highly possible. A lot of I, you know, I've heard a lot of people say that. He's trying to get a job in the media, so he's got to say this to appease the masses. Uh, I I personally think that he mumbled his words a little bit because, again, I feel like with the hair comments, it was strictly just about him getting another job. It wasn't it wasn't about you need to cut your hair because you're not representing the plight, the fight that you're trying to fight. And that you're trying to bring awareness to, I think. Looks, my, I think Vic was just trying to, from like you said, from a hey, you need, to get, need a to get a job perspective, perspective right? From from just that perspective. But again, again, but I think the media, I, but I think some of the media and the newspapers, they he, they, they 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 use the hair as sort of. But the it's no no but scapegoat. But it's Michael Vic's fault, and he and, yeah, and, no, and, and, no question. So if so yep. if we going if we gonna talk about it, we gonna talk about it. I know Michael. Everybody loved Michael Vick. He was a great quarterback in yep. Atlanta. Um, he was kind of like the black superhero. He was wrong about there. some comments. He went on his he Especially. went on his TV show Fox Sports whatever. Yep. and went on here and said some bullshit, and he was dead wrong for it. Yep. and he had no. What I mean, look. Yeah. In and, a time where, in a time where. You know, we getting killed for nothing. Yep. I mean, I guess that at an alarming rate, we're getting killed for nothing. Mm-hmm. Where where Trump don't give a fuck about black people. Where you know what I'm saying? Where where all this is going on, you every everybody everybody needs to think about what they're saying in the social conscious and, and, and on a social conscious level. It's no, it's no way that you come in because I I am one hundred. I'm not 100 percent sure. I am pretty fucking sure that that is not the conversation that Michael Vick has behind closed doors with his niggas. Oh, um, he not he not yeah, sit here about no to say nah. not sit here saying this nigga need to cut his head. Right, to, fuck, this nigga's like fuck it. You you gonna let him ride it? He, if he talking with his family, his cousins or whoever, right. he's not like yo. You, but, he should cut his hair. Right, but but like I said earlier. We we give advice based on past experiences, personal experiences. But but his but he and and and, and I and I get the differences. Michael Vick committed a crime. Colin Kaepernick, all he did was just sit during the national anthem and bring awareness to you know blacks being killed by police and other you know injustices. So it's totally different. But when when it, I, I guess it's only natural but, but, for a person to speak. Uh, based on experiences, but just, you, but but just in the wrong, it's just in the it's wrong. Ignorant time. of him to compare, and I'm sorry, it is no way of this. Is ignorant of him yep. to compare his situation right. to Colin Kaepernick's situation. Right. I'm sorry. I, I, I see. I, uh, the only people that that Colin Kaepernick would have to uh, 
play patsy with is society yeah but he did nothing for the he did nothing to the law there was nothing against the law right Michael Vick broke the law. Yep. He broke the law. So in the world's eyes, he is a criminal. He's mm-hmm. a, you know, whether you agree with love dogs or don't love dogs or agree with dog fights or don't agree with dog fights, the law states that you can't fight dogs. You can't have a fucking dog fighting ring. Right. You can't do I, it. I, to me, that was more about money laundering well, than the dogs. But either way. It might have something to do with that, too. But the yep. point is, is that you're talking about somebody's opinion to somebody to somebody breaking the law. Right, right. And uh, law plays law plays a so yeah. Owners look at owners when he was trying to get a job. Owners looked at Mike Vick as we are bringing on a quarterback who is a criminal, right? Who is a highly publicized criminal. Right. Yeah, he had to do some changes. Now, do I think he should have had he had to cut his hair and all mm, that? No. Right. But did he need to mentor with Tony Dungy and yep. build that? Yeah, he needed to do that. But he had yep. to cut his hair if he didn't want to cut his hair. Right. The fact that it matters, that was his choice. That was his choice. Right. Colin Kaepernick don't need to cut his hair. It was it was it was socially irresponsible for Mike Vick to go in there and say he need to cut his hair to get a job right. where where everybody else in that motherfucking job don't got to change shit about their personal appearance. Sluggo said, "Did he support that Philly receiver after he said nigga?" See, the the thing with that situation and I, you recall Riley Cooper at a conf, at a at concert a Kenny yelled Chesney out the word called a black security guard a, a, a woman at that point a nigga yeah yeah and see here's the thing about that if Michael Vick didn't support him like through press conference because I'm assuming that's where you know where this question comes from and I and I saw that interview mm-hmm. when it was like yo what are y'all gonna you know what y'all gonna do about Riley Cooper and stuff. Um, what is Mike Vick in that situation supposed to do? I don't think you don't. I think you you trash him behind closed doors. You definitely don't support it behind closed doors. But if you if you're the quarterback and you're the face of the team, you, you can't throw the guy under the bus. Yeah. I mean, like, but uh, you don't throw him under the bus. You say he made a mistake. You say, and he, we you say he made a mistake, and we. But I felt like he did that. Right. So uh, I, 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 yeah. felt, I felt like Michael Vick did in, that. He didn't come in like yo. You know, don't jump on him. That's my man's or whatever. He said what he uh, what he did was wrong. He came to us. He spoke to us. We had a real man conversation. Yep. And and we we I mean, because was at the end of the day, the nigga's still going to be with the Eagles. So what do it? What, right. You, you know what does it help? You sitting there acting like you don't fuck with him. Right, you know, right. making him sit and, at and, the and we, table. And, and, and let's be clear, we we can't hold Mike Vick responsible for. Riley Cooper continuing to be on the Eagles. That is on the Eagles front he office. He got to be his teammate, whether he like it or not. I, I, exactly, exactly. Um, Big L, Vic statement after Colin Kaepernick's hair has nothing to do with him not being on the NFL roster right now. Let's be clear. Vic tweeted, uh, "I stand by what I've said about him being signed at some point this season to help an NFL club. I think he's a great kid who has a bright future. I saw that, and I'm looking forward to seeing him on the field again. If it has nothing to do." If his hair has nothing to do with it, then why the fuck did you bring it up? Yeah, but see, no, 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 I, that requires an answer. If his no, hair, it do, no, it, it does. Yeah. Sure, it does require an answer. But I, but I, I, I think, and and again, we we heard the clip, yeah. we watched it, I read articles, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm still gonna say that the hair is just it, it's a it's a small piece. Oh, it's a small piece of the story. He wasn't. He he did not. He did not say 
Kaepernick doesn't have a job because he has an afro. He clearly did not say that. It was mentioned in a wrong His question, sense. Ka- it, it, it was mentioned incorrectly. And quite frankly, I mean, it, I, w- I would have been okay if he didn't mention anything about hair, period. Right. And, 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 and the media thing. ran with it. They, but, they ran with it. But that's... See... I'm not going to call Michael Vick dumb because I don't know that dude. Right. I don't know that he's dumb. But when he, when a question was asked of him, the first thing he said is, first thing he do is cut his hair. I don't want to be politically. I don't want to be politically correct or whatever. Right. But you but know. The, and, but the question was, why do you think Colin Kaepernick is not in the league? That wasn't the question. That's that's that by all intents and purposes. Yeah. That 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 wasn't the question. That 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 was not that was not the question. I don't remember exactly what the question was, but the I know. Let, let's I'm, I'm going to yeah, right back up. Yeah, definitely. Mike, you went through a situation where, for lack of a better word, toxic coming out of prison, a lot of controversy around you because of the dog fighting deal. Tony Dungy wrapped his arms around you and helped get you back into the NFL. That's what I want to see from Colin Kaepernick, a football person, him get involved with. And I think he needs to actually talk and put his name on what he feels about the NFL and wanting to play. I think he needs to speak for himself. I think he really does. First thing we got to get Colin to do is cut his hair. Okay, so that (laughs) wasn't so much of a question. That 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 was Jason Whitlock basically trying to compare a criminal act versus... A protest that basically what Whitlock just did right so, there again and, and Michael Vick fell for the bait right there yeah, but again but but <laughs> and it's his fault it's, it's Michael Vick's exactly. fault that, that, that's, it's, that was it's, one, it's his fault that's he, one point he I was, fell for the bait yeah but he never uh, Michael Vick never said he needed to cut his hair because he he doesn't have a job because he didn't cut his hair okay but he did say in order, in order to get a job or in order to get back into the public eye, he needs to cut his hair to be more presentable. He did say that. Mm-hmm. And um, he doesn't need to cut his hair to be more presentable. He doesn't. No. He doesn't. Him, His hair has nothing to do with him getting a football job. So, again, hair should have never been brought into this conversation. And it damn sure should have been the first thing he said out of his mouth. Right. Pretty much. When he says, how do you, you know, when Jason Willock says, you know, you got with this and you, repre- you know, you, you know, I think he needs to go out and talk to the people. And then the first thing Michael Vick says is that, you know, and yeah, and all, you need to, he need to cut his hair. I agree that he needs to go out and talk to the people. But the first thing he need to do before he goes out to talk to the people right. is cut his hair. Why? Mm, yeah. Why do he need to do he, that? He, he fell for the bait right there. And he and, and he and he and he made a he made a mistake. He made a terrible mistake. He should be chastised for all the donkey of the days and the, and the media and the Ebro yep. shit. Every 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 ounce of bad criticism he's getting. Yep. Even though I do believe it came from a good place, he deserved for going in that motherfucker and getting and get, if he got duped. The media and ate if it any, up. Yeah, they, he got if he got up. duped, he definitely got duped. Yep. If if you're saying I can't agree or disagree, I didn't watch the entire interview. Right. But if Jason Whitlock baited him into answering it that way, then you stupid they, and you shouldn't have been yep. on that show. You should have went to Skip and Shannon where they wouldn't where they would have let you answer it in a oh, real Shannon vanilla. And Shannon yeah. was like, yeah. "Yo, Vic." You could have you. You yeah. gave a real vanilla answer right there. Right. You could have just said, yeah, he does need to get out and talk to the people. 
That's all he had to say. Yep. He had to say shit about the hair. It was irresponsible. It was um. It was in detriment to our culture. Even though it can't. Even though it didn't come from a a a malice place, a malicious place. It was in detriment to who we are as a people. And I don't believe he should be called a coon. I'll I'll leave it at that. But comment the his analysis on Colin Kaepernick. I I totally disagree with right there. Uh, The number to dial the show is two four zero five three two two seven one eight. Uh, we're we're kind of running out of uh, time a little bit. Let's well, we um, running late, very obviously. yeah. We definitely run a little bit late, but let's uh, let let let's take a quick break. We'll come right back, and we're just gonna do rapid fire with some of the rest of the stuff we gotta talk about. Uh, Rondo, uh, you know, got a job. Derek Rose doesn't have one, so you're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. We'll be right back. What's up, everybody? We at the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast are excited to announce that we are now offering a discount for first-time lift riders. When you sign up, use promo code BARBERSHOP17 for an exclusive discount. Tell a friend to tell a friend. That's promo code BARBERSHOP17 for an exclusive discount for first-time riders a lift. Lift, a ride whenever you need one. SME, you're not ready for the number one Chief Rocket Jersey Vern doing his recap show on SME. Listen, ain't nobody out here show can go three hours nonstop, no commercial interruptions, anything like that. The Chief Rocket does a three-hour show with no breaks. So all you other talk shows, you better up your game and get it right because the Jersey Vern is about to stomp on you, the number one chief rocker. Boom, shakalaka, suckers.
Lady Hathaway, baby, it's a song for you. Hey, the number to dial the show is 240-532-2718. You're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast with Maestro Styles yep. and yours truly, Trey Frazier, here in the house. Um, so, Grego's got a comment in here. It says, so y'all done turned on Vic? Will he be excluded from your list of quarterbacks that deserve a job boy over Hoyer? Well, first off, for me, Vic's retired. Well, so. let's be clear. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's be very clear. <laughs> Um, and I don't like Brian Hoyer, but he's better than Michael Vick, y'all. Cut, I don't, I don't know who, who. Right now. Who, yeah. Right now, yes. Obviously, we ain't talking about a career. Yes, yes. Uh, I, yes. I don't, I don't know who, who, who felt like Michael Vick was a better quarterback than Brian Hoyer, but there's no way at this point that Michael Vick is a better quarterback. And, and, and even last year, or, 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 um, Vick's last year, Brian Hoyer was still a better quarterback, right? Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I don't, you know. Yeah, no, I'm no, I'm I'm not turning on Vic. Um, like I said, it was a coonish act, but I'm not gonna call him a coon. But he he, he said some he said some stupid things in his analysis. You know, leave yeah. leave that as that may be. God bless the man. Yeah, no no doubt. Um, so just to run through this stuff real quick, uh, Rajan Rondo. Got a one-year deal with the Pelicans, so he and Boogie are uh, reuniting again from the Sacramento days. Yeah, I can't believe I, I can't pretend like I'm excited, elated, or anything. Um, I mean, I, I think I think Rondo is an upgrade from any point guard they had last year. Drew Holiday. Um, yeah, I, I do think Rajon. Wow, Drew Holiday is be- injury prone. Yeah, and a better scorer than Rondo. Rondo is a better point guard, right? And um, you know. I don't. That's a lot to read. GRF, what up? <laughs> I was just gonna say GRF. Welcome, yeah, what welcome, up? welcome to the show, bro. Appreciate that. Yeah, he's a he's an upgrade. Um, he's going to run the offense. He's going to give Anthony Davis an opportunity to be more of a scorer. Um, as if he so, wasn't a good scorer already. But so is Drew Holiday going to the bench? Uh I mean, because I because I thought about this hard, and I'm I'm thinking to myself. Drew Holiday. I, I know think, he's an injury. I kind of think cat. he has to. I kind of think he has to. Because let's be clear, um, Rondo had a good season. Yeah, yeah. we saw in the playoffs. Yeah, after um, he got hurt, what he's happened? A, he's a right. He's he is a um, he is a game changer on a team that got pieces. Yeah. Um, you don't got to worry about point guard play with Rondo as long as he keep his head right. And you know, what I'm so saying? maybe. So here's what I'm thinking. You start Rondo. You let Holiday come off the bench. He could give you some scoring because that's the Pelicans' problem. problem is that right. the other pieces around yeah, the right. big, I guess, and two and two? a half. Who's there too? Um, each one more, I think, is their number two. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. They, they got nothing yeah. else. Yeah. It's Boogie, right. AD, and Rondo, and we and still don't know Holiday. how. And we still don't know how Boogie and AD is going to work. Right, right. So that's what it come. I'm envisioning that Holiday will be sent to the bench. But and I will say this: come off the bench. I will say this though. Mm-hmm. The best way to get a big man involved, as far as scoring, as if Boogie Cousins had an issue, 
is to get a point guard that can get him the ball. Yep. And if anybody can get him the ball, Rajon Rondo can definitely get him the ball. Yep. Um, I I don't think that it's a terrible move. Um, I don't think I'm Are not they a playoff team. Um, no. No, they're not a playoff team. Um, I hate, and it sounds crazy when you talk about a team that has Boogie Cousins. Well, um, hold on, hold on. I might have to take that back because they uh, might be scraping like the eighth seed. Yeah, they might be scraping the eighth seed. Yeah, between because between them and the Timber, you know, the Timberwolves are going to make a leap because we think the Clippers take a step back. We think Utah takes take a, step a step back. back. Um, the Nuggets upgraded, so but I don't, it, it, I don't believe that they're. They're not better than the Pelicans on paper right now. On paper, on paper, mm. they're not better than the Pelicans right now. They got Millsap. I, I think they who was they get Millsap? Yeah, but without Millsap, they were better than the Pelicans. No, on paper right now with Rajon Rondo, Boogie Cousins, okay. and Anthony Davis, they're not better than the, they're not better than the Nug uh, the Pelicans. Okay, but yeah, I, 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 I think the I think the Nuggets have a, a more team. Concept. I think they're more. They have more, a little bit more continuity. There is than nobody that the can, There's nobody on that roster that can deal with Anthony Davis. Sure, but alone. it's, it's got to. It's, it's got to count in the win loss column. Yeah, I understand that. I'm yeah. saying that 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 they win if they play in a, in a, if, on paper. And obviously, this is on paper. Um, yeah. but I'm confident in saying that if they play in a playoff series, there's no way Nuggets get out of there with a game. If it's Pelicans versus Nuggets, I don't think they come out of out of a series with, with a game. I don't know. I don't think they come out of that series with a game. I think that's a six game. Rajon Rondo and Anthony Davis and and Bo- I don't think they come out of there with a game. I think I think that's a six game series. I hear you. I'm just saying. But again, on paper, they're just a better team. I think they may. I think they do make the playoffs. I take that back. They made the playoffs. Yeah, I think they scrapped like the eighth seed or something like that. Yeah. Um, the Houston Rockets owner puts the team up for sale. So you know what's ironic about this. Hmm. Every team Chris Paul has been on, the team's been sold. Huh? Great point. <laughs> Great point. <laughs> when you when you think about it, right? Great point. When, when you know, I, I don't know if that's ironic or not, but I, I just thought Great that that point. was funny. Um, yeah. Um, I don't I mean I I don't know how what you know why they're selling. Just heard they selling. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know what the reason is or, or what, but um, I would like to see an African American. Get in there sure, and uh, sure. take ownership of that team. I'd like to see like a Hakeem the Dream. Did we talk about Chris Paul going to the um? Yeah, we did. We did. We we agreed that that's a terrible move. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It it, 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 it handcuffs James Harden. And it, then they and then they want and then they want to bring Melo over there. <laughs> yeah. That that yeah. That's something that's been talked about the last few. Yeah. Days. Like they last last I read they were. Like ninety eight percent close. Yeah, doesn't seem like they're ninety eight percent close. Well, the, now, pro- the problem now. is nobody wants to take Ryan Anderson's contract, mm. so they're probably going to have to get a third team involved to take Ryan Anderson's contract. Well, the, the, the other thing I heard that um, the other thing I heard is that now the Blazers are interested in Carmelo. I've heard that. And yeah. I've heard CJ McCollum kind of make the pitch out there uh-huh. through social media. Now, that would that would be a, a good look. I, I think, think I think so. But the the thing about the Blazers, um, they need front court. They do. That guy, I, I can't pronounce the guy's name, but they traded for him in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. I think they got him from Denver. I think. Okay. But since they got him, they played some pretty good ball. And when he got hurt, they couldn't do nothing with mm-hmm. the Warriors. Not that they were going, going to do anything, to, right. yeah. but they might have won a game or two, maybe depending. But I, I'm maybe. interested to see for a full season. 
that big man, you know, do some things. And he played what he played the, the five. I think he plays the five. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I, I'm interested to see I how am, that works. I would be more interested in um, Carmelo going to the Blazers than I would be in Carmelo going to the Rockets. Mm-hmm. I'd definitely be more interested in that. Yeah, they, that's a playoff team. Yeah, the Blazers. Yeah, if, right. if that happens. Yeah. Um, I think I lost my screen here. Uh, Paul Pierce is going to sign a one-day contract with the Celtics so that he can retire. Where he should be retiring. Yep, yep. Numbers going to go in the rafters. Yep. 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 The truth. Um, Derek Rose. Still no job. Um, I heard the Bucks was kind yeah. of mm-hmm. in circulation. Now they're saying, nah, we're not interested, which I don't know. I, I kind of think the Bucks is a good spot for him. Well, he need to take a he I, I I he need to take a pay cut. I don't know exactly what he's asking for. And the but problem, it, but the problem with that is Delavadova is going to be making more money than him. Well, Delavadova need to be making more money than him right now. If you go to the Bucks, Delavadova is doing more for the Bucks than he did for the Knicks last year. Defensively, yeah, for sure. Overall, yeah. Well, I say defensively because. Delavadova offensively. Is. I'm not saying that Delavadova is a good offensive. <laughs> I'm saying, but one Delavadova definitely uh, he runs an offense. You're not going to expect points from him, so you. He's like he's like a he's a pesky defender. Rose is not a pesky defender. Yeah, yeah. Rose can score. Delhi can't score. Uh, Rose can score. I mean, I don't know who they're who who's their starting point. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, and he's more of a two to me than he is a one. So if they get Rose, they're probably going to shift Malcolm over to the two. But see, is is Derrick Rose a good point guard? I don't think so. Yeah. And from a, from the point of being a pure a point, point guard, guard, no, he's yeah. not. See, and he's not a good scorer anymore. He's a he's a. I mean, I guess he at this point he's like a 12, 15 point guy. Yep. See. Yep. I, I, yeah. Um. I. I yeah. I, I don't. I mean. Should he be playing somewhere? Yeah, but is he got a he he at some point got to realize he he had secondary role status. Oh yeah, he's yeah. at secondary role status. MVP Derrick Rose, forget about it. That that guy is not coming. And he back. lost his opportunity to be one of those point guards that's little like the Mike Conley type of point guard. He lost that last year. We know he's not going to be that type of point guard either. Well, you know what he was doing. He was playing for a contract. Yeah, well. Good job. And now you don't got a contract. Anyway, I was gonna say it ain't Good worked fucking out. Job. Right. The, the, yeah. the niggas still right. on the market. Right. So now, so now that you had your opportunity to play for a contract, you didn't perform right. well. You got to accept whatever whoever take you and, and, and play like that. Does that surprise you? Does that surprise that, me? That, 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 he's on, that he's still on the market. No, it doesn't surprise me. No, I'm I'm a little I'm just a little surprised because look. There's teams out there that need a point guard. Sure, but he want, but he, but maybe it's the money that he's asking. Yeah, for. Maybe, right, maybe right, it's that. Right, and and he got a for a guy humble. that gets hurt a lot and doesn't a team doesn't want to risk not, that much and on is him. Not that good when he's healthy. If you count on last year, right? He's not that good. Right. He doesn't get the players around him involved yeah. in the game plan. Yeah. No, I get that. So you're not gonna score twenty five and you're not gonna get your team involved? Right. Yeah, yeah, you got you gotta take that L. you gotta take that L. Uh Grego in the chat room says the big three falling apart already. I don't know if he's referring <laughs> to the big three league which I wanna talk about just so briefly because um AI returned to Philly, ended up not playing in that particular game. Okay. But I guess the fans were still happy to see AI come back to town. 
mm-hmm. and all that. But um, we didn't even get into this when it first started. But yeah, I, I know um, White Chocolate got hurt in the first game. See, here's the thing for me in the big three. And um, shout out to Ice Cube because I appreciate Black Man trying to do something, get it started. Yep. Um, you know, trying to promote this kind of street ball type, you yep. know, the street ball type thing. Yep. Um, when they come, when this is this is for basketball purists. It's for basketball. This is for nostalgic basketball. It's for nostalgia. It's for retro. Because outside of Allen Iverson, who else do you really want to see? Don't white chocolate? Maybe because you see his uh, shit online, right? You watch him. I'm I'm surprised I don't see um, skip to my Lou Ray for Austin. In this thing, because it's more of a it's more basketball than it is. It's more NBA and, than and, it and is and one. Yeah, so no, you probably won't. I mean, you probably won't see him unless they dig. But that shouldn't matter. He played in the NBA, but he wasn't a good. He wasn't Rashad Lewis. He was good, a good basketball player. Ricky Davis. Ricky Davis had a good career. I wouldn't say he was a great basketball player, but he had a right. good career. Right. Um. Uh. He was at. He was at point. He, he at one point in his career was considered to be a guy who could be one of the. Ray for Austin never came into the league right. with expectations to but be, I, but I think Ray, nor did he perform. But I think that's a household name. That's a household name in New York. Sure, okay, but, but not, but not, but not, they, but not if they. If you're talking around. about washed up basketball players, Ray for Austin is not the person you're thinking about. Why? Because he's more popular at and one than he is in the NBA. Yeah, no, I I, I get that. No, but, he's, he, but he but he he's played in the NBA for. I don't know how many years he maybe started four years out of those years, he was in, what, he was in, and he wasn't even that good of a point guard then. Sure, yeah, I, I, I understand. I understand that, but I think his, I think his high, I think his season. If you're, t- if you're talking and one, people around the country have watched and one tapes right, but and people, know who Ray for Austin. But again, is. the big three, but the big three is more the NBA than it is and one. So you're not going to get yeah, a whole. I get, bu- I get so that, you're not going to get a whole bunch of and one people coming to these games. You're going to get a whole bunch of people who want to see the NBA. I just think that that shouldn't matter. If you could ball, you could you could play ball. But here's the thing: can he ball with those cats? He did. <laughs> That's the and point. He didn't perform, and he didn't perform to none of their levels. He did. He, he, did. But he didn't perform to none of their levels. So there, there are a there is a list of people that you would say when you think about washed up basketball players. Mm-hmm. There is a, a long list. I mean, yes, there's a there's list a, before okay, for so all. No question. So let's get. But I'm, but I'm just talking about. So let's name, get through I, those people first before we start I, talking about Ray for I know, Austin. but I'm just talking about name recognition. I think that would be a name where people would be like, "Oh wow, okay, where's he been at?" Okay, yeah, I, I, but I, I mean, I don't, I don't see like if Ray for if they said tomorrow, who you think they would be more excited to see, Ray for Austin or Rashad Lewis, the big they, three? Who would they be more excited to see and, and on a national tour? I, I think I think that's the I think that's debatable. I'm asking you, that it is debatable. That's what I'm asking. I you. think people would be more excited to see Ray for Austin. I disagree. Then Rashad Lewis. I disagree. Chat I, room. I, chat I, room. I disagree. I think people would be if I want to get you on the premise on this on the premise that is based on is more based on old NBA players. I think they would so NBA crowds, people who don't necessarily watch and one. Let's right. be clear. Ray for Austin was a street ball legend. He didn't I, I come. He didn't I, come into. Hold on. He didn't come into the league, mm-hmm. and people and people who came to NBA games was like, "Oh shit!" Right. That's Skip. Right. Don't be confused. I knew who Skip was. Right. So I knew, but I knew that shit wasn't going. 
more times than that, and one ball does not register to NBA ball. Have you, sure. Did you ever watch the? Did you ever watch the um, the the uh, the uh, the one shit that used to come on ESPN and they would talk about how Ray for Austin's journey to even get onto a team? Yeah, I don't recall that, but I mean, I, I nobody get was where you're going. yeah niggas. He was out there getting killed. Okay, and it took and it took the heat. I think it was the heat. I don't know if it was the heat of the Raptors that gave him a shot first, but mm-hmm. it took them like we just need somebody who can run an offense, right. and they made him because he. You did you? Oh man, I don't remember if he was with the Rock. He was with somebody, probably was, the Rockets. He was in an NBA game, mm-hmm. and the nigga got called for traveling for trying to do an and one trick in a fucking NBA game. Okay. No, dog. Okay, okay, no. okay. but look, no, no. Look, make make no mistake about it. He is a N one legend. He's known more for N one than only, he is for right. NBA. That's only gonna. That's only gonna be. That's only gonna be a big draw at Barclays or Madison. But with, with that being said, though, he did play in the NBA. It was a short stint, but he played, and he's got some name. I don't even know. I think it's been. I think it was five, six. It might have been seven or eight years. He I was, on, was, he was on the Magic team that went to the yeah. finals. Let's not. Yeah, forget it, that it wasn't a short stint. He played, but he, he at no point was a premier point guard in the game. No, no question. I'm I'm not debating yeah, whereas, that. I, I just think he's got the name recognition, plus he's played a little bit in yeah, the NBA. Yeah, I think NBA. that's a New York thing, though. Uh, I, I hear you. I'm just saying I think that's a New York thing. It's a New York thing, but if I don't you're think talking that's going to N1, yeah, but I don't around think, the country watch N1. Yeah, but that N1 is a niche market. It's not N1 was not a big thing to the national consensus. That was a big thing for black people. I'm not saying white people didn't watch AM1, right. but it was a black people thing. They went, they literally, I remember when they came to Goodman down by Burry Farms. Mm-hmm. It wasn't no big melee or nothing. It was just right. people who knew about it. Right. Walked up and, and, you know what I'm saying? I could have literally walked up and shook Hatsaw's hand. That's and, how. And, and that could be, I mean, that yeah. could take place in some of these other cities yeah. also. Because that's how it happens in every, every city. Yeah. It's not no big grand thing. Right. Just people who I know. Got you. Yeah. No, I got you. They don't see, they don't see a thousand people at, they didn't see a thousand people at Goodman. No, I, I, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Uh, this press conference between McGregor and Floyd, man. Um, I got, I got, I got to tell you, man. Um, I've, I've never seen a four day. It was four days or three days. Yeah, four days for a press conference, and I get there was no baseball, so it was like, hey, let's take advantage. I don't know if that was the case. It was more about MMA. It was part of it. I think it was more. Well, I don't know that it was or wasn't. It was part of it. I think MMA meets boxing is enough to make it more than one day. I don't know if four was a having a two worlds collide together. Okay, okay. No, I mean that's that's a good point. But I I also think there was nothing going on sports wise that week, so they just decided, hey, let's make this a spectacle. And look, we talked about this already. Mm -hmm. I'm. I have no interest in this fight unless the fellas come over and decide. Hey, you know, I'm definitely not paying for. But I, right, but right. I am. Uh, this is the first time that I really, I really went into a Floyd Mayweather fight saying he is about to beat the dog shit out of somebody. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm excited for that. I, I, I'm excited to finally have a reason to support him and feel like, you know, because I to be let's I, be clear. Um, while I've picked him in pretty much every fight except for like you know since he got popping, I mean I right. picked him in pretty much every fight except for Ricky Hatton, which was a terrible mistake. Should have picked Mayweather um, and uh, Pacquiao. Yep, I think those are the only two fights where I picked against Mayweather, but I always left it out there like 
But if he get one punch in, you know what I'm saying? Like right, always, right. yeah. But this this time around, it's wholeheartedly he's about to beat the brakes off. He's not gonna knock him out. Yeah. But he's gonna beat the brakes off of him. I think this nigga Conor McGregor might try to knee him by the eleventh round. Um Yeah, he's gonna do some yeah, MMA yeah. UFC type stuff. And then I heard it, I heard he just got knocked out sparring. Conor McGregor. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. I don't know if that's uh true or not, legit. But shout out to them. You know, pushing that together because um, you're going to bring that MMA crowd. It's yep. actually a great PR move for people who, um, you know, kind of left boxing for MMA. Right. It's it's it's, right. it's good for boxing culture. Um, I hope Deontay Wilder hurry up and have this really great fight where he just knock a nigga the fuck out right. and it goes viral. Because I need boxing to be boxing's got to come back. Yeah, it's, it's for me. Yeah, back. I need to come back. Um, Nike and Adidas. Make an offer to LeVar Ball on his hundred million dollars. Um, This is exactly, I think, what LeVar wished for. That doesn't mean he's going to accept it. Um, But but I think I hope he doesn't accept it. Um, I understand that it's the dream. You grew up admiring Nike and and and, you know those shoe companies, right? But you have your own. Um, people are paying for it. You just won MVP in the summer league. Um, you are the headlines of the summer league. The Lakers won the summer league championship. Right. You are doing all the right things right now. Let your let your father keep running his mouth, and you not let him do the work until he don't want to yep. do it no more. Yep, yep. Um, you right now have a, a you know he started this brand in April, I mm-hmm. want to say, yep. and it's already in a hundred thousand dollar company. At least they're already yeah Nike and the yeah Knicks already suspecting that now he's a hundred thousand dollars of now. your money yep. and you can run your company and your brand the way you want to do it yep. if you want to speak out against racial injustice you can do it and not lose your sneaker deal yep. because it's your sneakers exactly keep keep that damn business going I would not I would not do what uh, Bob Johnson did with BET just yeah. keep the keep, keep the, the brand going I know it's going to be tough on you it is but um, at this point you're making a lot of money. And you and you're doing it for the culture. You allowed to push your narrative as a black man. Keep it going. Black business is made to be tough anyway. Yeah, but black being a black person is made to be tough. But the fact is that you own it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and and, and since we're on the subject of um, Lonzo Ball and shots out to him for winning that uh, MVP summer league thing, I'm gonna give some credit to that ninja. I don't know if he's still listening. But he made mention that you're seeing a lot more summer league games than you normally would. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've noticed that. Um, yeah, I don't really watch TV that often. So I've noticed that ESPN has been airing a bunch of summer league mm-hmm. games more the, more so than any other season. Okay, I don't know how it got big. Maybe it's the Alonzo Ball Maybe. effect mm-hmm. that's probably making it so much bigger than mm-hmm. what it is. But that ninja made a great point, and he said that because of this big three league that's come out, Ice Cube is the head man in charge, mm-hmm. putting this thing together, and the conspiracy theory in that is ESPN and the NBA kind of want to dump on the big three league. Be like, you know what? Maybe. Yeah, you know, I can see you that. know what? We're we going we to air some summer league But games. are they televising big three games? Yeah, on oh, FS1. Didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't watch TV. So they I, are. I, yeah. on, on FS1, okay. they are. Um, I don't know if they've aired everyone, but okay. I know that they've got the contract. Okay. And all that yeah, I didn't stuff. know that. But stay woke. 
Yeah. ESPN and the NBA was like, yeah, no, we're they, gonna we're gonna yeah. air they're gonna shoot at the competition. All this and we're it's gonna, competition. Yep. Shouldn't I wouldn't see it no other way. Yep. yep. I wouldn't see it no other way. Yeah, shout out to Ninja on that front. Um the ESPYs, and I and I got a glimpse of this thing and um at first I kinda thought it was staged a little bit. Kevin Durant's reaction yeah. to uh Mm-mm. Peyton Manning's uh, joke. Mm-mm. But uh Kevin Durant uh Gave him that ice grill, like yeah, you no, know, nah, like, that like, was like come see me a, in the come a, see me in the back after was, this is over. That was a Capitol Heights mug right there. Yeah, no, that was real. Oh yeah, that was definitely real. That definitely, definitely, that was definitely real. And it, I mean, it wasn't that serious. Obviously, you. I'm know, gonna say, I mean, really come on, man, serious. you couldn't laugh. Like, nigga, at you got you got a ring, my nigga. You ain't even have to laugh, but that mug, like you was about to hop on stage, like you about to go on stage and yeah, fuck up Peyton Manning, like nigga, like cut it out. And then the whole, and then he mentioned Russell Westbrook, and you know, of course, Russell's got the mug and. All that stuff, and but Russell Wilson. I mean, Russell Westbrook wanted to laugh, though. I think. Yeah, I of think course. To laugh. But low key, though, they talk to each other. I don't think. Yeah, right. And that's 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 the you know that's media hype in, in yeah, my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Low, low key, they they talk. Yeah, to I, didn't, I didn't like. Yeah, I didn't like. That. I didn't care for that. Right. I didn't care for that. Right. And then uh, last but not least, man, um, Al Pacino, the 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 great Al Pacino. Mm, I hate that you mentioned this last because this might become some. Uh, <laughs> this might become a, a situation. I know we uh, we we went into break saying that this all this was going to be rapid fire, and about two of these conversations didn't <laughs> end yeah, up being two, rapid Yeah, the fire. Rondo conversation yeah, yeah. kind of went a little bit, but yeah, uh, yeah Al Pacino's going to play Joe Paterno in this HBO documentary about the Penn State scandal with Jerry Sandusky and Joe Paterno, and I, and I, and I guess the question that people want to know is. We're what five years removed from what happened, and do people feel like this is too soon I res- to bring this out? Um, for me, for me, too soon. I, for me, too soon. Um, and with while I, res- I, I, I respect Al Pacino, I don't know a black person who doesn't respect Al Pacino mm-hmm. and his acting chops and. And I even respect his acting chops on this in the sense that uh, that he would take on such an infamous role. But um, it's too soon, man. Because then, you know, because you know what this is about to bring about. And then how is this story going to be told? But this is going to bring about all those folks from Penn State that support Joe Paterno. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, say what you want about you know Joe Paterno great coach and all that but he it was a lot of stuff going on behind closed doors that he was allowing to happen in his on his watch and um nobody from Penn State or I ain't gonna say nobody but there are people from Penn State that they're they're gonna tell this story and make him out to be a hero and not tell this side of the story right 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 and I you know I got a problem I got a problem with that um is the are they even going to include Jerry Sandusky? I think this story is going to be garbage if they only include Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, you have to. You, you have see, to include that. See, this is the thing about um, documentaries yeah. and trying to highlight past events, despite the fact you know these events are gruesome. I remember uh, the nine eleven movie. I didn't. I didn't watch the nine eleven movie. The nine eleven movie. What's the nine eleven movie? Um, the September eleventh attacks. No, no, no! I know what you're talking about, but what's the uh, name? What the, what movie are you talking about? I think it was just. Um, what was it called? I think it was called 9/11. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm watching either because I don't know what that is. Yeah, I no. 
I didn't watch it because it was a reflection for me being a New Yorker and witnessing what happened mm-hmm. after leaving the city. You know, it, it kind of got to me. Okay. So I can imagine for somebody like my father-in-law who was in one of the towers yeah. and had to walk across the Brooklyn Bridge to get home. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine he don't want to watch a, a documentary about 9-11. Okay. And then um, a co-worker of mine, an old co-worker of mine, shout out to, to the homie Sean, he lost his father in, wow. in the attack. Okay. So he don't want to see it. Right. So I can understand for... Some of these victims of Penn State and the scandal, the parents, the victims, family members mm-hmm. that don't want to see this thing. At, at the end of the day, it's Hollywood. It's show business. And you, you got to keep the ideas coming along. You got to keep being in the yeah, and, and, I just and, think and, it's too early. It's too early. I think so. I, I, I'm with you, man. I, I just think it's a little too early. I, I think maybe if it was 10 years after the fact, then I'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. But for me, it's too early because I I don't I don't want I don't think I'm necessarily over it. And then um, if you're not going to tell the you know include the Jerry Sandusky issues in it, mm-hmm. then it's definitely too early because then it's like you're not, you're not even you don't even want to deal with the truth of the matter. Right. So right. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I, I would rather I would rather forget that it happened and you t- and then you tell your story about how jo- how all the good stuff about Joe Paterno, yep. or you're going to have to tell it early and then. Include that because that's a part of the story. A part of the story. Yeah. No question about yeah. it. No question about it. Uh, don't be like the Tupac movie, which mm. you know Jada Pinkin came out and was like, "Yeah, they." Well, they just messed up. Messed I, up I, some stuff. I don't necessarily have a problem with. It. I watched the Tupac movie on Facebook uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh huh. Um, I didn't have a problem with. I did. I like it. Right. N- not really. It was. It was notorious. Right. It was notorious. It right. was notorious for Tupac. That's mm. what it was. Right. right. Um. That's you know. Great. That's great. You could watch movies on Facebook now. Yeah. I was watching. Uh, I was watching the first house party. Yeah. On uh, Facebook the Boule. other day. Bootleg, man. They just <laughs> throw it on there and they don't give a fuck. I know, right? Yeah. And, and the picture's nice and yeah. crystal yeah. clear and everything. My, yeah, I plug my phone up and put it on my TV screen. Right, yeah. right. So, um, yeah, but it, it, that's what it is. It's it's notorious. If you don't like Notorious, you're not going to like All Eyes on Me. If you like the Notorious, you're going to like All Eyes on Me. Um, it's 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 the cookie-cutter version of Yep, yeah. That's what it was. You know, at, at first when they came out with the Pac movie... I thought, well, if they if they let Anthony Mackie play Pac in Notorious, then they gotta let him play Pac. Thank in God Pac they movie. didn't let him but do that. They didn't do Thank it. Thank God they hired Demetrius Ship. Yep. Thank God they hired Demetrius <laughs> Ship. Thank God. And I and I especially appreciate that they uh, bought in. They made Gravy play big in the movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah yes. So. Exactly. Exactly. I like those crossover things. Yeah. I, I, I like that. Do we gotta? Phone nah, call coming in or is that? Nope, that's not the phone call. You want to answer? I want to answer. Oh, okay. All right, <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, shout out to the, everybody in the chat room, and I, I apologize because um, on our screen the chat kind of stopped, but I'm on my phone looking at the chat, and the chat kept going. But oh. just one, just one little um, thing from Rough Buff. He said Skip got drafted by the Bucks. Who? Skip that draft the better books. Yep, that's got, a fact. That's a fact. Milwaukee. Yep. And uh, looking else in here, I get, yeah, I, I guess that's it. Um, nothing much else here. But uh, we appreciate the chat room. We appreciate everybody that listened to the show tonight. Don't forget, you can follow us on the Facebook page. You can follow us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Barbershop S P O R two. And if you got any questions or comments about the show. 
Hit us up at barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com. And for on-demand version of this show, go to Spreaker.com and go to our page. You can go to Google Play Podcasts, or you can go to iTunes and make sure whatever outlet you choose, make sure you subscribe to our show so that we keep coming with these shows week by week. And we appreciate the support from everybody here. I'm Trey Frazier. He's Maestro Styles. We out of here, folks. We're going to holler at you next week. Peace. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier. Maestro Styles. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time.
nigga, dark nigga, faux nigga, real nigga, rich nigga, cold nigga, house nigga, feel nigga. Still nigga. Still nigga. The air we breathe, the water we drink, the soil that grows food for our families. These basic elements are essential to healthy, happy lives. America's corn growers think so too. Across the country, they're pitching in every day and doing the work to produce food and fuel that is healthy in a sustainable way. Go to ncga.com to learn more about how corn farmers grow a more sustainable future for us all. That's ncga.com. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air.